Are you colorblind, Dale? No, I'm not. <laughs> you sound disappointed. Like, ah, I missed that one. Dang it. Dude, well, in, in the oppression Olympics, I need all the help I can get. Wow. I saw a meme, <laughs> meme come across. It was like, you know, victories were celebrating in this. Um, it was the, a picture of a Rubik's Cube, and this, the text was, um, everyone told me I'd never be able to solve the Rubik's Cube because I'm colorblind. Well, here you go. You can go suck it. And, of course, it's all screwed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. Welcome to another episode of Snafu. Uh, I'm your host, Rick. With me is Dale. It's Dale. Is it Dale? Yeah. Happy okay. Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's coming up. Uh, Pat? Uh, this is not Dale. This is Pat. Sure. And Jeff? Howdy. <laughs> that I'm sure of. What are you giving him a straight answer for? What the hell? Because Jeff is flying flying straight narrow today, apparently. It's because he's it's under the not a, Yeah. He's not straight up and fly right. You can tell he's not feeling well when he's not being a smartass. So. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, tonight is uh, hot. Oh, well, we we just got a FAQ to land, and we're going to talk about armies of China. Why are we talking about armies of China, Pat? Because the Chinese New Year is February 16th. Oh, all right. Happy New Year. Yeah. The Year of the Dog. Well, when I was a kid, that was like one thing my parents always made sure they went out with with their friend with their friends and stuff like that, and so we always had a, had a babysitter. So Chinese New Year has always meant something to me, meaning hmm. parents are going to be gone and going to have a babysitter. So, is this an excuse for your parents to go out and drink? Uh, my parents didn't actually drink. Oh, I kind of right. wish they had, but <laughs> no. Fair. Okay. No, they did not. In fact, the closest my dad ever came to drinking was having beer poured over the barbecued chicken. And oh. he would sometimes finish the rest of the beer. That sounds delicious, actually. But It, it is really good. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. All right. Well, we're all here, and we've kind of talked about what we're going to talk about. So let's let's dive in. Uh, let's do hobby updates. Uh, I'll start with myself because I suck, and I have done next to nothing for the last couple weeks. So there's mine. How about you, Jeff? Have you been doing Well, have you done coming? nothing or next to nothing? Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to uh, I finished a unit of 12 guys. That that's sounds something. like something. Well, it should, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I assembled, not finished, of those crappy Americans that have arms that I can't figure out how to glue together this they're, is like uh, seriously like the marathon of all marathon challenges the, the multi-puzzle <laughs> kit destroying yeah, they're, they're the they're will instructions to live so. and they're all labeled and shit and there's uh, pictures you have a picture of the final one right just start with the corners and work your way around <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> kind of doesn't work that way when you cut them all off the it's like doing a puzzle upside down and it's like doing a puzzle with a box of frosted flakes and trying to make <laughs> kind of i think i'd have better luck actually but uh so no i got another 12 of them assembled which has taken me all of the will I can muster for the month, so <laughs> we'll see what I do after this. I might glue some shit onto my Marines, and I'm going to make pretty good. I mean, 
You made it to the 11th or 12th of the month, whatever today is. So before you're giving up. Well, I'm. I I think I'm counting some of January in that uh, in that time frame. So (laughs) I don't. I don't know when our last episode aired, but that's about where I am. So, how about you, uh, Pat? What are you working on? Tell me, Uh, Gurkhas. No Gurkhas. No. No, the Gurkhas have been have been boxed up and put aside. You know, I, I displeasure at the the extra mold and flashing that was on them. I just and then I just didn't have a theme for them. I didn't want to have to deal with that whole thing. So, are the Gurkhas min, uh, metal or, or plastic? They're still metal. <laughs> oh, I'm just curious. You said flashing and molding, and I was. Anyways, go ahead. Okay. Uh, otherwise, I've <laughs> moved on to. The glorious set of Germans, which is a very daunting pile, and I've uh, actually assembled and primed all 36 grenadiers. Damn. Did those, uh, if if I remember correctly, are they single arm, like arms with guns attached, or are they guns separate from the arms? Yes and no. Oh, it depends on which ones you're doing this, right? Yes. Okay. So salt rifles and stuff like there's that. There's one assault options. rifle which has got the the gun connected. I used that one as much as I could. And sure. then there's there's a couple of the rifles that are connected and then the you know uh the machine gun on that one is kind of wonky. It's, the guys never they don't have a firing pose for the main machine gun. It's just like slung over her shoulder and like looking all badass and oh, stuff. Oh, he's like running. Yeah. I remember yeah. that one. So I got a bunch of variants of that, but I also had uh, an extra sprue left over from Bug Eater last year, so my box of 30 made 36, which is really fun. What do you do with all those leftover guns and crap? Seriously. Uh, um, cut them off Objective the markers. Put them in a box. Ammo dump, crates, on the back of trucks, you know. Okay. I'll try and find something, because there's Stuff. a hell of a lot of them. I feel a little bad about throwing all of them away. Not, not a lot bad, just a little bad. So next is Falschemjager, and my hope is to try and get a list together and have a shot at getting an army painted for Bug Eater, but it's looking bleaker and bleaker, and I may be playing my Brits at Bug Eater. Falschemjager, you might be able to pull myself, off, though. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's a hard army to paint, too, so That's as all far I got. as, like, camo. So. All right, um, who else we got left? Uh, Jeff, <laughs> I think I, I had already asked you once, and then I can pull them off did. the sprue. Yeah, you saw it, good, man. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I let's see. I spent a week in Florida, so that kind of nixed that. But um, you didn't bring any models with you? No, God, no. One at a time, anyway. Um, no, what I did get in the mail waiting for me when I got home though was pretty nice. So I had bought an extra box of winter grenadiers for my Germans. And since all my oh, Germans, nice. all my winter German stuff is painted, I don't know if that was done. And they look the last great. Time. They're all done. They're 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 ready to roll. I haven't it's, seen them. Well, I'll bring them in. I Thursday, saw the pictures. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll bring them in Thursday and show you. But I decided to paint another squad of them because I got a system down now, and when you get a system and you're in the groove, you should just keep rolling. That way, you don't but, have time to forget about what paints you used. Exactly. Yeah. But of course, I opened the box. And one of the assault rifles guys, his assault rifle snapped off, and there's no head spruce. Oh, so I've got eight bummer. headless dudes, and I was like, oh, man, Shoot. frick. But I emailed Warlord's customer service dude. They're super cool. They sent me uh, a little package with the two head sprues in it, so I've got enough heads now. 
and they replaced the broken assault rifle dude. So well, they fixed it. That's good. They fixed that's it. awesome. It's great. Yeah, that's awesome. So that was super cool. So anyway, those guys got uh, put on their bases and primed anyway. I haven't had a chance to paint them up yet, but I expect, seeing how busy this week is, maybe I'll have them ready for Thursday. Maybe I won't. We'll have to see how that goes. <clears throat> but Thursday's yeah, in a few days, so like that would be days. super impressive. Right? Well, like I said, when you're on a groove, you know, it's only 12. It's 12 guys now. I mean, I'm going to kit bash and fix the guy with a busted assault rifle. I think I can do that. I don't you know. know. I feel like um, a side business coming on. Jeff paints, and I'm going to start seeing stuff pop up on eBay with all, with <laughs> as proficient as you've been. So no well, shit. I'm going to have to get better details before I could sell any. Before I would want to sell anything, but you know, whatever. If you if you want stuff to look good from about eight feet away, hey, I got that covered. I'll give you two. It's better than that. So it is yeah. better than that. I think you could turn these winter winter soldiers over pretty quickly, actually. So, yeah. I mean, quite honestly, when I saw the first pictures of them, Jeff, they look—they look damn near like warlords. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm no, like, I'm not joking. I'm like, these look great. I warlords, like, great, obviously, warlords wouldn't like their paint job. Oh, sure. Like they looked pretty much spot on, you know, picture picture perfect compared to theirs. But obviously, <laughs> if I get close, I might think otherwise. You'll see, but you'll see a difference. <laughs> you went outside right. the lines. You went outside the lines. Mm. Beauty of models, there isn't much like lines. Said, if I could, right. if I could find somebody to paint faces, I'd be fine. I can paint everything but faces. Fensky. Yeah, I know faces have eluded me for ten years. I'm still working on that. If you look at Fensky's models, he like does like five o'clock shadow on some of the dudes. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. That's that actually guy's got some serious talent. Uh, he does, but the five o'clock shadow is actually a relatively easy thing to do. So for you, maybe. Yeah, for him uh, maybe. Gonna, gonna go me, <laughs> not me. I try to avoid eyeballs, lips, hair, noses, whatever. Well, have you ever tried to do a five o'clock shadow, Pat? Uh, you know, ha- have you seen me? Do I know what a five o'clock shadow really is? I don't mean actually on your. I face. usually have that on Saturday <laughs> I mean, afternoon sometime. <laughs> in miniature form. Um, <laughs> have you ever actually tried to paint one onto one of your miniatures? I have not. No. Okay, it's it's much. It, it surprised you uh, what you might be able to accomplish in any event. Um, yeah, Nick is very good at that. Yeah, he is. So, but anyways, to, yeah, you were not yeah, trying anyways. to dig on Nick's paint jobs. No, no, man. He, he does great work. So. Secrets yeah. out. It's all easy. Ha! <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't say it was all easy. I just said the 5 o'clock shadow is something you could probably achieve. So. Okay. That's, I'll think that's about a far it. cry from what I said. I jumped yeah. a little far. The nice thing about the way I paint is if I decide to go back in when my skills are put a few more skill points in painting faces, I can do that without screwing anything up. So that that's it's, still going for me. It is the beauty of paint is that if you screw it up, you can just do it again. Right. I mean, it's just faces. Right, I, exactly. I think that's a special, um, not talent, but a special trait that you guys have because when I'm done painting something, I can never go back to do anything to it again once i've moved it off i can't bear to go back to do anything to it oh lord well that's because you're usually grinding out like 300 skaven like <laughs> you don't want to touch another damn model for like like literally the last time oh, last time you were preparing point. you prepared for a tournament you like crippled your hand because you're painting so many damn models like do you remember that dale <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I pinched a nerve. I couldn't. I had to sleep sitting upward for like six oh, weeks. Shoot, it was man. pretty rough. You were you were killing yourself trying to get those models done, and they looked great. 
But yeah, you, I can see why you don't want to move past it when you're like I'm making horde armies and you're killing yourself for them. So yeah, and that's what I like about my painting style is it's it works towards detail, so I can always come back and add it later when I get better. Yeah, you just give them a, give them a dull coat and you can paint right over that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So in addition to those guys, anyways, to keep rolling, my my two Shermans finally showed up too. So I'm I've got enough to do tank wars now. Resin or uh, they're the oddball Shermans, so they'd match oh, my nice. oddball tank. Okay, but That's these right. ones are buttoned up, so they don't have any of the extra. Crew. I mean, they have the extra crew models, but they're not going on the tank. Sure. So they're buttoned up. So they're were these um, from more. one of the the deals that Warlord put out on the yeah, tanks? Yeah. So when Warlord did the resin, um, whatever off on the resin deal. I picked up two because okay. I freaking love the model. Plus, in the movie, there's three Shermans, so you got to have three Shermans, man. You know. Yeah. So now I've got uh, those two plus an Easy 8 and a Duck that are all primed, and I'll launch into painting them. I don't know. I say vehicle painting for last because it's sort of like my favorite thing to do. So it's a reward for getting done with all the infantry and everything else. Mm-hmm. But, Yeah. That's most of my hobbying. I'm super excited about it, though. Cool. All right. Uh, last but not least, Dale. I think you probably have something to talk about because I think you didn't you do something cool last weekend? No, that's this weekend. Oh, it's this so, weekend. Okay. Yeah. So um, I uh, uh, actually cleaned up all of my space. So this weekend coming up, um, I'm attending a paint clinic here locally. There's um, a professional painter coming up from down farther south in the midwest it's like 10 or 12 of us getting together it's a two-day deal and it's been quite a while since i've actually done a lot of work with a brush um, it's mostly airbrush that i've been doing and so i kind of wanted to kickstart everything again so i'm doing this this weekend but i cleaned up all my space i have some miniatures kind of lined up ready to go um, they're not bolt action related but that's you know up on the shelf somewhere so um yeah and then um, I've made arrangements to, uh, increase our number of tables by two. Didn't actually require ooh, me ooh. to do any hobbying, but right. <laughs> we kind of, um, got lucky in that regard. So we'll pick those up this weekend as well. And, um, they're great tables and I think we'll be able to fit them into Operation Snafu super well. Yeah. Those, that's awesome. That, that acquisition was great. I don't know how much work you actually had to do for it other than negotiating or talking or saying yes, essentially. It's the best kind of hobby work where you don't actually have to necessarily do anything. Just be lucky. <laughs> just business deals, yeah. A little side, <laughs> yeah. little side hustling here and there. Yeah. So. Uh-oh. But hopefully it's to um, to get um, get prepped to start really doing some serious hobbies. So. Cool. Right on. Okay, so not much real hobby, but you're getting ready to do some serious hobbying. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm starting to kind of get back a little bit in the mojo, feeling it. So I've kind of got the plan for the rest of the year, and now it's just about filling in line or getting in line to make that stuff happen. Awesome. That, that'll that be fine. Oh, we can just, just do a quick little, hey, we appreciate it. We love Keep the pictures you all send yeah. us on Facebook. Keep doing that shit. Like Thumbs Jeff up. just said. And we will, uh, sorry, I'm typing something as we speak here. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep on that. We'll keep responding to you if you respond to us. So send us stuff. Yeah, All right. We like seeing your stuff. Don't, don't feel bad if you think you're a bad painter. Trust me, we're worse. 
<laughs> well, some of us. Some of us. <laughs> no, it's good. You can't it's... be worse than Kevin. I mean, never mind. I say that loud. Oh, let's not let's not dock someone here. Let's I'm use first you, names. Dave. Calling you out, baby. <laughs> good luck on his his you know second generation phone that's like ten years old. <laughs> yeah, right. Dave, you're I gonna have to show. actually. You're gonna actually have to send him a postcard if you want to dock him. Anyway, <laughs> try hack, good luck hacking that Nokia. Yeah, <laughs> I think he well, might be in the iPhone era just now. Well, he freaking does it, man. He's like, in hey, Facebook. we've reached 200 page likes on Facebook. So, hey, all right. Hey, you know what? Apparently, so maybe okay. you could do that too. Is rate and review us on iTunes and like us on Facebook if you like us, and you, you can rate us on iTunes the way you feel like we actually should yeah, be. Yeah, if we get a thousand page likes, Rick will sing a cover of Rate Me, my friend. Uh, R-A-T-E, Rate Me. Rate Me, okay. Yeah. Is that a shitty version of the Nirvana song? Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. I will not, and we still appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that you wouldn't think you'd be willing to do at 3 o'clock in the morning after quite a bit to drink on one of those He's weekends. So we fair, could probably make something fair. happen. No, we could probably make it still happen. Uh, yeah, I'd be in rare form. So <laughs> moving right along, keep sending us social stuff. That's great. We really like it. Yeah. So I don't know when the FAQ dropped. It's in the last couple of days here. So I think we we decided we would talk about it because I think it's important to go through all this stuff so people see the cool stuff that changed. Um, also, it's good that Warlord is kind of still looking at stuff and making those changes. Adjusting, it's fantastic. Yeah. No, it is great. It Means dropped February 7th. February 7th, so we're only a couple days beyond, right? Because today's the 12th, so five days ago, in fact. So we've got enough time to read through it. Uh, I will say that I haven't read through all of it, but that's why I'm I here, I'm to not, be shocked and awed. I was upset by most of it, so. And he sounded techno-y there, too. All right. Um, not terribly upset by most of it. Do not they have the bazooka? They, they have the did bazooka not rules cover in the here? bazooka from a building. No. Oh, freaking idiots. Come on. All right. Anyway, let's start at the top. So we got <laughs> all this stuff. There's so much stuff. There is motorbikes regrouping. Mm-hmm. This is the first. I think Pat, Pat does these outlines, and he finds all the juicy tidbits, so I get to read the juicy tidbits and not have to read any of the rest of it, which is great. <laughs> this is perfect for me. Someone just like gives me the synopsis for the guy with ADHD. So, all right. Uh, so uh, motorbikes regrouping. Motorbikes used to just have to regroup D six inches like everyone else, but now they've changed it so they can regroup two D six because they're fast on motorbikes. Makes sense, right. and that's fantastic. Yeah. Did never, cavalry never already do that? Uh, no, I, I don't think did. cavalry. Uh, I think cavalry is still just the D six. They're not as fast as really? them wheeled engine type peoples so okay uh, so you don't have to don't discard your motorbike you don't have to get just no, you throw have... your motorbike away motorbike away if you fight not when you get assaulted I'm guessing if you're assaulted and win uh, page okay. 90 page 90 of the main rule book is where they where they cover the so this is when you're assaulted on your bikes mm-hmm. let's go to page okay. 90 I imagine it's actually the same as the cavalry but I don't know if it's still 2d6. But if if you assault, you have to get off your horses. If you are assaulted, you can stay on your horses. Which is, unless you're Polish. Unless you're Polish. That's right. Which we'll cover in a future episode. Yes. All right. 
well, while we're waiting for Pat, we're going to move right along here. Yeah, it, uh, it, says, so, it says 2D6 in the book. Why in the hell are they making that an FAQ? If well, are you looking in your Kindle, dude? No. Hard copy. Oh, and you're looking in your hard copy. Yeah. Uh, hard copy I wonder if it's the other version of the book. I don't know. It could wow, be the first printing. Should they win the yeah, game, maybe. they could remove 2D6 rather than D6, and that's what the FAQ I'm, says. I'm guessing it's cleaning up old versions of the book or something. I don't know. Might be a um, specific question, too, and they just put it must in there yeah. cover everything. I don't right. know. Whatever. Okay. It's in there. Calling it out because we all forgot it. That's probably what it is. They probably saw it a bunch at some tournament somewhere and don't decided don't to tell us all. You don't have to worry. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's move right along. Uh, so, <laughs> so this is was coming. No, no doubt. M three Stewart got nerfed again. How did he get nerfed this time? Didn't he get nerfed already once? I don't know if he got nerfed already once, but there was the you know the whole the last FAQ it got it got a bit of a boon, and then they, oh, uh, that's right. they took okay. it right back down the ranks a little bit. So now you can add the two hull mounted forward facing. They are now LMGs for 15 points. They used to be MMGs. Now, the only difference between LMG and MMG is what? One dice. One, one dice, one yeah. shot. Yeah. Yep. So they're treated now, even though they're 30 cals, they're treated as LMGs rather than MMGs to represent the awkwardness of this weapon layout. So I don't know how many of you have a model of the M3 Stuart or have seen pictures when it's the fully bristled version so the the two hull mounted ones they're talking about are kind of on the side plates which are angled a little bit so i think that's where they're talking using the word awkwardness but then they go further and really hurt it and say that the weapons must always fire against the same target as the vehicle's hull mounted mmg so essentially they're taking the hull mounted mmg those two now lmgs and putting the linked rule on them which means they have to fire at the same target which is dumb Mm. Yeah. So it dropped two dice, and now <clears throat> the three machine guns on it that are in the fr- that are the hull mounted have to fire at the same target, whereas they used to be able to fire at different targets. All in the front arc, of course. And I'm, you know, I was, I was thinking about this, and I'm trying to think of another vehicle that has more than one hull mounted MMG, and I can't think of anything off the top of my head, and I didn't have time to get any research because you know I was like working and crap, and should probably be doing that, but. I don't know. You guys think of anything that has more than one hull-mounted MMG in a forward arc? Char 2C. Because there's a lot of them like that have pintle-mounted and whatnot, in addition to the hull-mounted. Mm. Which one? Did I? The 2C, the Char 2C. It's the French big, fat, ugly tank. Not not the one I have. The bigger one has got hull-mounted MMGs all over the damn place. But it also has a crew of like 15 guys. So. It's really long, isn't it? It's huge. <laughs> it's friggin' huge. Yeah. But it, yeah, it literally has a crew of like 15 guys, so it's it's never going to get that rule because there's like, it's not that awkward. It's just really big. Well, there you go. I can't think of another one that has another than the one Jeff just mentioned. So, okay, yeah. there we go. Kind of a unique rule. I, I mean, the Stewart's a little bit unique in itself. So. Well, it- it, it's also a small one, so I don't think there's 15 guys in there. No. <laughs> that's that's very true. I'm, I'm fairly certain they're not putting, unless it's like the clown car effect. Sure. Well, moving so, right along, uh, the, I like the next one because it, I all I can picture is exhibit 
because an LVT Buffalo can now carry a Bren carrier or a Jeep. Yeah, so it used to be 30 men or a Jeep, and they've added, it said, or an artillery unit. So now they've specified it's a lighter medium, and they've also added Bren carrier in addition to the Jeep. Right on. That's awesome. Now if only a Jeep could, or a Bren carrier could take a motorcycle inside it, that would be just. (laughs) That's a Tofurky. Yeah. No, a a Turducken. 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 With a bazooka on the motorcycle, <laughs> that'd be perfect. You just like well, the. <laughs> could you, could you mount a, an airborne squad with wealth so bikes? The next one period? was kind of like a. Really, they didn't have this. I didn't notice it, but the suicide anti-tank team from Japan gets the special rule of tank hunters. Okay. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's that. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Well, being being fanatic, you kind of automatically passed your your charge test anyways so it's kind of kind of yeah kind of pointless but still yeah but the chinese have suicide anti-tank teams as well so which we will be getting to in just a moment yeah all right or whenever we'll we'll figure that out anyway uh so the errata to the the tank wars book was just kind of like really basically they reproduced the what are now the pinning rules for inexperienced uh regular and veteran for the you know like if you're a veteran and the weapon that hits you can't possibly do a wound to you you don't take Mm -hmm. a pin that's what this little boxed out section basically said but now they're just like hey we're going to remove that with a pretty picture so apparently there's some sort of update coming to tank wars is the read-in i see on that one Okay. Sweet. Huh. Wouldn't that be fun? It could use it could use a little dusting up now that they've uh, wholesaled all their stock of that. Yeah, right. <laughs> or would, were they little... like handing them out for free like Oprah did? And you get a tank war copy, and you get a tank war copy. What it was like yeah, buy they a tank were, here, yeah. get a tank war copy. Yeah, so, it was pretty close. Okay. Uh, next one is in the Battleground Europe uh, theater book. And that's there's a wasp flamethrower carrier, which is a British unit, and they basically said it's not a real vehicle flamethrower; it's a small vehicle. So instead of D six plus one, they just get D six. Oh, I that's know. too bad. That's that's the heartbreak. <laughs> you, you want the real heartbreak? Here's the one out of the New Guinea campaign book. So apparently there, I don't remember which page this was on, but there was a, a special lone sniper that had an LMG, and people were trying to use that as his as a sniper weapon. Yeah, the Japanese um, had um, received the rule where their sniper team, it becomes a one-man to represent those guys that were just hiding out up in the trees sure, on their own, sure. uh, kind of ambush style. And um, they were one-man teams, so they always had the minus one, but they could fire as a sniper or they could take an LMG upgrade. It never occurred to me to use the sniper rule. The so the bottom line is no, the LMG who, does who not does get that? the sniper rule. I don't know, kind Someone of had to, to do it. That. Sure. Like, oh, man. Good How luck trying to scope. with your eye up against the scope on an LMG. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Scooped out like a melon baller. <laughs> I mean, come on. The stuff people do is just ridiculous. But you know what? They're like, yeah. it's in the rules. I can do it. I know people like that. No. N- yeah. Not any of you. Uh, it's kind of, I, I laugh. It's kind of funny. At the same time, you kind of shrug your shoulders and go, oh, doesn't on. It doesn't say I can't fly. Oh, dear. Yeah. All right. Okay. 
Kudos to whoever was trying to pull that that off. off. Nice job. It's probably the guy who got sick of us busting on his multi bamboo spearman uh, army. Probably. (laughs) Probably not. I'm guessing it wasn't. Maybe I no. Know. He didn't strike me. He didn't strike me like that at he all. He was actually. playing the rules as written as best as he could. He was as not opposed to as trying rules to, as I can possibly perceive them to be. Right. He was not trying to well, bend any and, of the stuff in the game. Let's just put it. And that he way. built all that stuff, so he did yep. it right. So. Yep. This is this is somebody that's trying to potentially have a lot of fun at someone's expense. Yeah, they're trying to bend people over because they can because the rules. One of those people that says, well, it doesn't say I can't, so I must be able to. Right. Right. You know, because common not? sense is the least common of all the senses. <laughs> well, my Falschmjager can now fly, so. I got to put my together land. so they can fly, too. Right. We're playing, we're playing uh, Conflict 47 now. All right. Um, so no sniping with LMGs. Keep that in Stop mind, it. people. Yeah. Scope is just a bitch on the eyeball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, old old one eye. Old one eye <laughs> recoil. <laughs> Can only do it twice, and then you're then you're done. You're done. Uh, you have to move all right, the, uh, uh, sniper LMG to the next one. Okay, are we done with that one? Yeah, one I think time. we're done. Okay. No, we got uh, nothing left. So now, so now this jumps into the FAQ and out of the errata portion, and this is when a vehicle with more than one weapon fires. I must choose all the targets before, all in caps, I start shooting, or can I shoot a weapon, and if I want to, choose to shoot the same weapon or at objective or another one. Declare all targets before you resolve your fire. And I know we've, Damn straight. we've gone through this in our club more than a couple different times, and this is how we play it. And, it, you know, you read through the shooting rules where it says, declare target. It doesn't go back to declare target again, declare target again. Right. Yeah doesn't say start at step one again right yeah yeah so you can't have your your five well used to be mmg now mmg m3 stewart doing first weapon oh they're not dead okay next one. Oh, they're not dead okay next one no declare them all at once then resolve right as it should have been the whole time as right. it was when we played it anyway that's guy i'm glad they've clarified it just for that so that nobody can argue one way or the other it's it's written in the rules now no, we can still shoot inside a building. Yep, so. you can. For now. Did I show you guys that video? Yeah, you shared it with us. Yeah. Yep. Not yeah, fun. That, that yeah. worked out really great for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he stopped recording before I could see what happened. Well, I think he had to stop recording. <laughs> I think he yeah, I think he might have fallen down. His finger came off the record button for some reason. So alright, the next yeah. one, speaking of stuff in buildings. This is a, a multiple launcher into an empty building or a building. So they're like, how many templates do you put in the building? I, I, I'm thinking immediately, well, one. Because sure. you can't target multiple floors of a building. Mm-hmm. So right. and there's yep. so the exact question is, if you target a unit in a building or an empty building with a multiple launcher, how do you work out how many templates hit that building? The answer is, when firing a multiple launcher against a unit in a building or an empty building... Measure six inches for additional targets from each of the building itself. Note that only one of the rockets can hit each building, even if it includes multiple units on different floors. Then you resolve a normal indirect fire heavy mortar shot on each target. You cannot fire if any potential targets any a potential target building includes any friendly units. Okay. I like this clarification. That's pretty clear. Because the the initial rules say you roll for every unit that's within six inches, so 
it's a good clarification to make sure you know you don't roll for like all four oh. units in a building. Yeah, right. that's an important distinction. It, the building is one. Building yep. is so, one. So if it's got a three-story building, you can have one unit in each floor. Regardless, and you of roll the like size, a mortar. You roll like a mortar, so that I think it's the one through three. It drops through and drops through, and then you know blows up in the ground floor or the middle floor or whatever. Yep. Yep. That's a really fun rule, especially when you have a three uh, had a three story building one time with someone had units on the first and third, and of course mine blew up on the second. <laughs> Actually, no, I had units on the first and third, and they had a blow up in the second and brought down the building on both units. Oh, even better! That's so I was perfect. like, yes, he missed all my stuff. Crap, he killed the building. <laughs> but the other, I, I like the last sentence where it says you cannot fire if any potential targets include friendly units. Yeah, that's a nice distinction. Finally. Yeah, I, I think that was missing off from the multi-launcher and the, the Nebelwerfer is our, our Well, friend, but course. it's... Now, that only says if they're in a building, though. If there are units within six inches of another unit out in the open, you can still target it by uh, the way you made it sound. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I think the okay. multi-launcher covers that part. Okay, yep. perfect. So. That's... Dude, it, it still works. Nebel's pretty good, and I think this is actually kind of... Yeah, you don't well, want to be a target buildings before those things. That's for sure. No, definitely, definitely don't. If my name was Nebel, I'd be like, I'm going to stay home today. Call me Jacques, please. <laughs> I want a new nickname. I don't want to be Nebel anymore. <laughs> so, moving on from that, we're done. Yes. Right? All right. Okay. Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. So, do the free units, Rick's favorite thing, like the rifle in the USSR or medium artillery in French army, give attrition points when you kill them? If so, how many points? They do. They're, they're the same cost as if you had killed them. So we don't have a lot of scenarios where we worry about the actual calculating attrition points of units killed. A lot of ours we focus on just simple order dice killed. And But this, there are a couple scenarios that you actually read through them that they talk about actual attrition points of the units you killed. And attrition points are what you paid for them to put in the army, by the way. Mm-hmm. So zero points? You ha- In this particular FAQ, they're saying you have to cost them as though you had to purchase them. Sure. Okay. Area. So it's this. It's the seventy points plus whatever it is for anti-tank grenades for the Soviets or whatever. Oh, so like, like it doesn't cost you that, but that's what it would have cost you. So that's what you got right. it for so, attrition so points. You, that's what it costs you. If you kill off my artillery observer without any bros with him, you're getting the hundred points for killing him. Right. Okay. Does that make you you're awarded that. No, I'm still bitter, but it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. You can't really do anything about it. The Chinese get a free unit too, but we'll talk about that later. Well, maybe I might if I ever decide to play the Chinese. <laughs> it doesn't matter. All right, what 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 do we got next? Uh, Flamethrowers. What is this one? Oh, this is this is a okay. This one's pretty big. I'm actually going to sit down for this one. Um, Wait, you're you not can tell I you can down? tell I was, wasn't sitting down. Right, I was pacing back and forth. I love doing that. So, <laughs> like, I can just be like. Look like Matthew McConaughey talking stocks or something. No, I All did right. the I did the the Riker where I did the lift the leg over the back of the chair and sit down. Oh god, <laughs> that he did on Generation all the time. It's the worst thing ever, by the way. Yeah. So, if you've got a unit of transport, it's a, it's a good alpha move, man. Just you know, sure. That's how I do it. Yeah. No. And somebody assaults that unit. Obviously, that unit on board is forced to dismount and defend the transport. The question is, where do they go? And the answer is, well, they go as though they have been forced from the transport 1d6 inches. So you move them d6 inches wherever, 
and the assaulting unit is considered to be in assault range of them and goes over there and proceeds to kick their butt. I or get kicked by them, depending on who I'm so lost right now. This is not in my agenda. This should be in there. Yeah, it's not. Really? Did I miss that one? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Wait, this... so say that again now? Or yeah, it's missing, but that's all right. Oh, sorry yeah, about I, that. I'm... No, it's fine. No, 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 it's fine. We just, what now? All okay. right, let me read the question directly for you. I have a query regarding how exactly happened. Wow. What's a query? Exactly. It's a question. You work I have with a question regarding what exactly <laughs> happens to a unit on a transport if it is assaulted. I know they dis- they know they dismount, but dot dot dot. How? How does the unit dismount? Where can you place them? What happens if they win the assault? Can they act as if the owning unit player gets that next order dice? So, the unit in an assaulted transport follows the rules for units in that forced to dismount from a transport. They're placed d6s away from the transport as per regrouping and then go to remain down. The assaulting unit then considers in assault range, regardless of where the troops are placed, simply move the closest assaulting model to the closest dismounted model that is fighting, and then continue per normal assault. So, the unit on board the transport is taken out d6 inches away as though they had dismounted, or forced dismount without taking the casualties. They then have to fight the close combat, and then the unit that got dismounted does not get to act again if they haven't acted already. You have to put a down order next to them. Okay. So you don't get a free dismount because you got assaulted and then can go charge somewhere or go shoot or something like that. Your turn is that. And they don't automatically pile back into the transport. And they don't pile back into the transport because they're stuck on a down order. I really like that clarification. Yeah. I I feel like everything but the down order is basically how I played it before. But that makes perfect sense. Because actually, I think that was one thing that we tried to figure out before was like, there's nothing saying you can't just get back in the truck. Right. In in the previous version, there or the pre pre this FAQ, I don't think that was in there. Which is a that's a good call. I think that makes it makes it a little less. I don't. It's still kind of risky either way. So it's here's the um, the little shenanigany bit to this is that you if you're in the truck and you're forced to dismount, you roll your D six. You can put your troops anywhere within D six inches of the truck. It doesn't have to be in between the truck and the assaulting unit. Right. It can be all the way on the other side of the truck or, you know, in a completely different situation, knowing that, you know, you can potentially impact where that assaulting unit is more likely to end up. So just one of those things to think about. They'll still get a regroup afterwards, but it's, yeah, you're right. Regroup. If but you get a six, things you can do. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you get a six and you're, you want that unit closer, you do assault it with another unit. You could potentially pull that unit nearly 18 inches. Pretty you know, much. If they were just at 12 inches to the vehicle, and then you yep. do yeah. d 6 inches behind it, plus the yep. length of or the vehicle. If you want to pull them farther away from an objective, right. then you can go off to the, you know, the other objective. way. I can see people manipulating this in, a, in, certain, in certain scenarios. Now it is a, if, if your unit dies, you've lost two dice, which may not help you in the long run. It's That's well, Not you haven't necessarily, necessarily lost play. the transport until the end of the turn. No. You're right. There's still a potential. Well, does the... The transport the, doesn't, uh, doesn't receive a down order. It's if, it's, if it's assaulted? It does not. You sure? Yes. Okay. Aye. It doesn't cost... Also, you may, like, you may have 
more okay. dice in the bag to move it or move somebody up or right. You know. I mean, there's lots of shenanigans that can be played with that. I think it's it's an interesting rule. I don't know if it's better. And I again, do agree that I feel like it should be in between the transport and the assaulting unit, but it's about the the assaulter timing when that assault should take place. Sure. You don't want to do it or that transport can weasel away from you because you did it the very first dice you got. And you're like, woohoo, that was fun. Right. And like, oh, crap, I didn't think of that. You could move. Right. So. It's fair. Okay. I don't know why I didn't include that on the agenda. Sorry about that. I must have just got excited and someone must have stopped and asked me a question and I just get back to it. You read it. You read it and didn't include it, but it's okay. No, it's a good call out. All right. Next one. So this one, flamethrower, is that back on there? Yes, that one is on. Flamethrower in a unit. So they ask if I have to fire it because the rule says all men in unit must fire their weapon at the target. They do make specific exceptions for, like, Panzerfaust or single-shot weapons or weapons that target specific vehicles. They didn't cover flamethrowers. They do now. You can choose not to fire the flamethrower if you're, like, in a unit of pioneers and they're all shooting their rifles at. But you have to determine if you're going to shoot before you determine the range. And remember, okay. if you shoot your flamethrower, regardless if you're in range or not, you still have to roll for that runs out of fuel. Right. So before this, the the rule was that everyone has to fire, so they have to fire. It doesn't make any sense. You're 24 inches away. You're on the outside range of your rifles. Of course your flamethrower is not going to bother to, but by the rules, you technically had to. No, he was like he's that. typically hiding in the back waiting to get told to run up and torch something so because it, it says I, all those that can fire do fire those right. found out of range automatically miss yeah that's that's silly i'm glad they did that because i was cheating otherwise <laughs> well it's one of those it's one of those goofy things that it doesn't make sense that you would try and fire but right it, it says that it all does except for these one shot or specific targets and like well the flamethrower isn't a specific anti-tank weapon so I guess. Right. You have no. to fire and see if you run out of fuel, and you run out of fuel, you take that thing out of there, and I don't have to worry about it anymore. Sure. So. Okay. There you go. The next one, this one's in the Army of Germany's, but I think it, it impacts, impacts uh, a couple other vehicles. I can think of. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll go through the rule first, and then we'll get my thoughts on it, which I'm always willing to share. So the Strum Tiger rule for its main gun is treated as a heavy howitzer and cannot fire at long range. This would seem to suggest that the Strum Tiger is only capable of firing its rocket mortar in effective range that does not suffer the minus one to hit penalty for shots between 18 and 36 inches. Am I understand this correctly? The limit applies only to when firing directly over open sights. The range of the indefect fire is not affected, so the range of the Strum Tiger's main gun is as follows. 36 parentheses or 36 to 84. This is the same situation that the uh, Churchill AVRE has, which has the 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 Pitar. Is that the right one, Jeff? I was looking at something shiny. Hang on. <laughs> it's, it's the other. It's the other heavy howitzer mounted on a tank. It also says it can't fire at long range. Mm-hmm. Is, so basically, it's saying that this it can't fire at long range over open sights. Open only. sights. Yeah. So you can still fire indirect with that at its 36 to 84, mm-hmm. but only over open sights up to 36 inches. And that's at short range, so obviously you wouldn't apply the minus one penalty. I can't mm-hmm. th- what, think what other vehicles have heavy-mounted howitzers that can't fire at long range. 
I know those two, and that's all I can think of. I think the Russian one can fire over long range. The Russians got big guns and tanks all over the effing place. Yeah, the Japanese sick. might be able to as well. Which one? There's a Japanese one with a heavy howitzer, if I'm not mistaken. They put a heavy I, howitzer I, I, in a tank yet? Yeah. No, they actually do have have something with... Maybe it's only a medium howitzer. I don't recall. Sturmtag is a pretty unique case, though. That thing was friggin' massive. Well, the Churchill AVRE is not exactly a small tank either. No, but... <clears throat> if Okay. Get a picture of the two and look at the barrels on them, and you'll understand what I'm saying. I could st- I could almost stand inside a stir- stand inside a Sturm Tiger's barrel, whereas the Churchill's one is you know it's big, but it's you know it's not that big. Well, they've always been compensating. It's true. It's true. Churchill's limited just because it's got such a snub barrel on it. Right. The Sturm Tiger. The Sturm Tiger's limited because it's so freaking big. Okay. Okay. But anyway, cool. So I, I think it, it doesn't specifically say that it should, but you know, it it has the same or similar rules. I guess I would consider applying that to it, especially since I put one together recently. <laughs> <laughs> that that might be some rose-colored glasses there. I'm not exactly sure, but you know, sure. So the next one we come into this was kind of a it, the question came out there, and I'm like. I guess I didn't think it worked that way. So the British have this little fun rule, one of their, some you can pick from, of the blood-curdling charge, which when they're assaulting, people can't shoot at them as a reaction, and they asked if you in an ambush can still shoot at the assaulting. And yes, you can, because assault, if you're in ambush, you're not reacting, you're just, it's not the target's react. So the, the actual question, if you unit with the blood-curdling charge... Assaults a unit which is in ambush. Can the unit in ambush shoot the assaulting unit as they come in? The blood-curdling charge rule only refers to the target reacts section of the assault, not to an ambush. So if a unit is in ambush, it can shoot at the MFers. I added that last part, by the way. Yeah. I'm this, shocked that they didn't say it that way. <laughs> yeah. Bloody this, chaps, this I think, is until, what they probably would have said. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's better, yeah. That's good at squaring the rule, because like, if you're on the third floor of a building and there's a unit on the second floor of a building... They're too close to shoot as a reaction, but if you're in ambush, you can shoot them coming up the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, it, if if anyone's playing the blood-curdling charge rule, now you're just going to put yourself in ambush as much as you can, when you well, can, I, where you and can. I kind of personally feel like you should do that anyway. But you know Probably, what? but you're you're more likely to now. That's obvious. Right. So you're kind of your way around that rule. Yep. So, cool. All right. Which, Moving along, you don't take that. Role I see something anyway. about you, you Italy. Take up an atom. Yeah, right. they totally yeah, yeah. fixed Italy, guys. They listened to us. Liar! No, not at all. <laughs> no, I was kind of hopeful. I was like, not what? that they listened to us, but just the fact that they might have actually made Italy playable. Well, so Her. this is in reference Her-ish. to to Italy has that that special attacker defender scenario, meaning enemy units can't run, can't do a run order in their first turn when Italy is defending. So the question is, can artillery units move on to the board in the first turn if it's in the first wave? So now keep in mind that artillery and team weapons and those guys can only move with a run order. Right. Their advance allows them to change facing. So, and they, they by here you go, by strict by the strict application of the rules, those units would not be able to enter the game and must be and must leave them in reserve instead, even if scenarios do not allow reserves. Yep. So they can't be part of the first wave. 
I like that it starts with by a strict application of the rules. That means they're like, We're not who is the asshole that asks this question? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, you guys are jerks. We don't, this isn't what we meant, but sure, that's how the rules are written. I guess you're the rules lawyer. That, like, that's as close that's as uh, R- RTFR, which is read the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So that actually gives them a little bit of a boost. Yeah. Even though bit. it's only an attacker defender, but it keeps it keeps artillery, mortars, all that shit off the table for a little bit. Right? Cuz it keeps around. It keeps it, it keeps, yeah, them, keeps off them off wave. for the first turn. Yeah. It's two it's two rounds of it being ineffective because they can't come in on the right. first round and they can't fire the round they come in because they're moving. So, right. right. That's that's that is kind of beneficial. That's huge. I'm not going to complain. Well, it's well, beneficial. When it comes to the Italian army and looking for pluses, this is huge. Right. I guess I'm looking at it in context of the army itself. Yeah. But the, the other thing to remember, though, is if you bring a tow vehicle, you could ignore that. Yeah, well. Sure, because it's not a run anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, the vehicle gets the run order. It's just being towed. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just yep. dragged behind it. And then you just take. And you just drop out. How do you drop out? You just give it an advance and it stops where it is? Yeah. Yeah. Cause okay, it, so you can jump from off. From there, all it can do is change facing. Well, so there's another reason to bring a tow. Yep. Well, if, you, if, if you've you got don't. medium or large artillery, you should be bringing a tow anyway. You should. But not I mean, you can say medium you can push right on, stuff. can't you? No, you can. Medium, with a run. Medium's with a run. run. Yeah. With a tow, you can advance it onto the board. Right. You can push it on the table. That's what I'm saying. It's not that it's... Well, no. you have. That's a run order, though. Right, right. No, I understand that. Out, okay. Outside of the rules for medium. Italy. If it's on right. the table already, yes. advance right. allows you to move it. That's yep. what Pat said. I was referring yes. to it outside the heavies of the heavies require Italy yeah. a tow to move them. Heavies right. are super heavy. Period. Yeah. yeah. Yep. If you're bringing a heavy, you better bring a tow. If you're yeah. you're dumb. No you excuses obviously. for not having a tow for a heavy. Yeah. Other no than excuse. medium, medium, I could see people not doing it, but other than not wanting to put it on the table while you're playing a game. Yeah. Horses are okay. horses Fair are enough. cheap. Oh God! Like, what are they, Ten points. points. Five, ten, fifteen, yeah. somewhere in there. To somewhere in there. I think you can get a mule team for like eight points. <laughs> Who has the model for All that? right. Uh, Artisan makes some? <laughs> well, let's put it this way. Uh, Warlord is just releasing a farm sprue. There you go. An animal sprue. You're going to have uh, all sorts of options on there. Chickens and cows and ox and nice. a oh my. German shepherd. A couple other things. So there you go. Plastic even. <laughs> just for you, Dale. They barnyard animals. Yeah, right. <laughs> Animal farm. I like it. So All right. the, the last uh, the last one they have here is they talk about the, the armies of Italy and the Axis, and more specifically Finland, where they've got... So they, they talk about the minimum maximum morale bonuses, that nothing can go below 2 or over 10, but the Finnish vets, when they get their, their half-strength unit, get a plus 1 bump and go to 11. And... Duh. Special rule always trumps core rules. Finish so they spinal tap. Will, yep. Finnish vets will go to a morale of 11 in their conditions where they get their... They start as vet, they get reduced to half, they go to 11. Sucks. I hate that effing rule. That's <laughs> so good. It, that's because right. you don't play Finns. Yeah. Well, I the Finns... You know, I play against the Finns. The Finns were pretty low tier. They needed, they needed that help. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Christ. they have struggled very heartily in all of the in all the tournament reports I've seen that you know they're taking second, third, 
first places in tournaments. It's poor guys. I don't know how they. You get know who need, You know who needed that rule? Norway. <laughs> yes. Except for they don't Norway have the first part to get to eleven. So. It's true. Right. They should just start at eleven. Why not? Something. Anyway, well, interestingly enough, with the Olympics as they're playing out, I think Norway's proving that they're better than the rest of us. So. At at yes, at cross country skiing, that is very true. Hey, hey, fun <laughs> I don't, fact. Actually, I don't know what they're winning other gold, golds in, but that biathlon that everyone's so gonna ho about, you know, where they do the cross country skiing, skiing, and they stop and they shoot stuff. Yeah, that was like actually like uh, Finland training for like their military that became a sport. Yeah. So as the guys retired, oh, is that yeah, right? So as the guys retired. They founded these clubs to do the same thing that they did in their training, and it just kind of caught on for some reason. Hmm. My wife and I were watching that this weekend, and we were talking about how you could make it more interesting if there were paint guns and they let them shoot each other. <laughs> I, I was talking about shooting each other, but we didn't mention paint guns. You know, <laughs> if you miss a target, then you have to, your extra lap. They get to stop and shoot you as you go around or something. I, I, know, I so. was thinking like they get to pick a weapon based on how fast they go. So like the first guy gets a gun and the last guy gets like a pencil. Like you, you know, <laughs> in any range in between, like you get a, the third guy gets a crossbow and the fourth guy gets a I don't know whatever. Just the faster you can go, the better the weapon you get. It's like Hunger a, Games and shit. I'm a little disappointed that they don't have one where you cross country ski, stop, and then throw like a wood axe into like a target. Uh, that would or, be more yeah. of like the Viking Swedish sort of stuff. Right, that's well, a different Olympics altogether. It's right, like they, the lumberjack. Like lumberjack Olympics or something, yeah. where they climb a tree and chop it down. Like that would be rad. Yeah, and and also just saying for the summer Olympics, if if snowboarding gets to be a sport in the winter Olympics, can we have paintball as a sport in the summer Olympics? I like snow. Sure. I like snowboarding. I'm just saying, well, they should have snowboarding in the summer Olympics too. Quite honestly, like a snow did you see they have brings things down? Right. They have a team so ice boring. skating event now. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, because it's all you could watch for like the last three nights the for trying out team ice skating. It's like the uh, team event for ice skating. So they do all of the events as a team. I thought that was like hockey. I mean, that's the team yes. ice yes. skating. No, it's, it's right like me. it's like the gymnastics. Uh, all around, like an all, all around, around thing. Yeah, all yeah. Team. I don't know. I it's I as appreciated close to ballet it. as I ever get. So quite honestly, it's the only way we're going to win a freaking medal. So like we got to take it while we hey, can. Hey, we won a medal in the luge last night. So finally, we did. Spoiler alert: silver. Oh, I I guess I'd rather we win a medal because we're better than everybody else, not because we were able to contrive some weird competition that would favor. Well, us. well no, we still haven't won I mean, anything in curling yet. So that's okay. Way to go, Minnesota! Yeah. Well, it's not over yet. I it's, it's, like half the Olympic team are Minnesotan or something. Wisconsin. Yeah, they the brother sister combo a, is Wisconsin. They they do play here quite frequently. Actually, I know people that have played against them, and they say it really sucks to play against them because it's like playing an Olympic athlete. Oh, wait a minute, or something. Uh, <laughs> 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 they're they're like not allowed to do certain jobs because they're too damn good at it. Wait, wait, it's, way to bury the apparently, it's a one. game of skill. Yeah. Right. Um, so, why do they sweep the ice? It. I don't. I. Because it direct it. Yes. Does it make it go yes. slower well, or faster? Yes. Part of, part of it of is also that it's melting. It's melting the ice, so that there's like a layer of almost water underneath it. So it actually helps it move. You're you're directing the. 
in your direction. Ever so it. slightly directing where the yes. stone goes, either by pushing shit in front of it or sweeping the ice in front of it to make it smooth, to make it like less tra- less friction. friction. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so if if you sweep one side of it, that's going to cause it to spin or turn. Theoretically, curve. yeah, yeah. Because one side will be able to travel more quickly than you the got other. It. Okay, all right. It's supposed to be how it works. I think for us lowly people, we just chuck it at the other side, and see what happens. I, I think we play it's like playing, you know, or bocce ball. Yeah, it's kind of like playing yeah bocce ball. At the end of the Olympics, like in the closing ceremonies, they should have like a bloopers reel. Well, I of like. The craziest things that happen during competition. <laughs> I would tune in for that. That would be awesome. I actually wanted. I want them to start doing a lame, like a, a normal person Olympics. Like here, here, Joe. Like you've Joe never normal. played curling before. Go do curling and see how bad you are at it. And like they're going to land on their head and like or send some dude off that giant ramp that those guys flying down with their skis and like the ski jump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like the long ski jump, whatever that is. I, I think Actually, just, that's a good idea. Jump. They're short hill or long, or long hill either. Sure. Something yeah. Whatever. Like yeah. Just either yeah. way. I'm dead. Unless I got a parachute, I'm dead. <laughs> right. I'm not right? landing that. But that's what I'm saying is like, everyone needs to see how talented some of these people are. Cause they make it look so damn easy half the time. Here's your snowboard. Like, Go down here. We're going to throw a crosswind at 15 knots. I want you to do a 360. Right. A 360 what? Yes, I can ship myself 360 degrees. Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> right. We'll just make them – if they can get down the hill without falling down, that'd be great. Like that's that's what what most people can do. Right. So when I was so. skiing, it was it was you do you put the skis in front of you, pizza slice or french fries if you want to go fast or slow. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I'm a pizza slice all the way. Yeah, um, I remember. That. Yeah, no, right. So, um, so I think that covers most of the FAQ. Obviously, you should download it and read it. I do like that it they didn't make you transact this time. Oh, they make was you think about what was there before. They actually did like the hey, it's a different color. This must be important. Yep. Yeah, no, that was really nice. That hey, is really nice. By the too. way, I didn't read through the rest of them to see if they actually snuck something in. So. It's very unlike me, I realize. Sorry, guys. Totally let you down on that. Great, thanks. I know. It didn't seem like it. I skimmed a couple of them. They're like, okay, that sounds right from before, but I didn't I didn't lay them yeah. over. I can do that later. I do. Uh, I'm, I'm reading through more of it now, and uh, I do like that they called out the partisan is 3D6 hits. It is that brutal. That yeah. was in the first one, though. Oh, yeah, it was, was. okay. We covered oh. that in the part. Shows how much I read the first one. You should listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, it, it shows how much you paid attention when we talked about it. <laughs> I'm really sorry, this is like Rick. walls, walls of text, and I'm just like my eyes glaze over looking at it. Anyway, English is tough. <laughs> Most people might not realize, but Rick is like a computer AI. <laughs> we program ahead of time. He sees the, Doesn't he actually sees learn the anything. <laughs> I am the Matrix. I think you're the Matrix. You sound like the Matrix. We figure after about another five episodes or so, we should be able to completely edit Rick splicing. You know, you won't need past me anymore. Episodes Great. together. That sounds about right. Okay. <laughs> well, shows how much I'm valued here. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So that's the FAQ. Read it. Read it and weep, or read it and cheer. I guess whichever way you want to look at it. It seems okay. Depends if you have a Stuart know. in your list or not. Right. Well, you might throw the steward out and put a an LVT four buffalo. The gas is coming next. <laughs> this this is my face shedding tears for you. Steve. Yeah, the, you're right. The gas is next. Well, Every, it, they, it they're going to wait. It makes the M five A one all that much more viable. So, right. 
it's they're gonna they're gonna have a sell on gases yep. and then they're gonna and then they're gonna nerf the poo out of them and then yeah but then gonna... they'll release like the gas too that's got more machine guns but jams yeah. on a four plus <laughs> or accidentally no, wait, shoots con- themselves yes we're confusing warlord with with another company so. a right. couple other companies warlord's pretty cool about not doing that it didn't really exist any other in other any other fashion that no I could but they're find. also pretty cool about hey let's put stuff on sale for everyone. Right? No, yeah. they are. It's that's it's beautiful. Which, by the way, it's been a while. It's been like a month since I've had to been tempted to buy something. I'm not sure it's I yeah, my that. wallet's yeah. almost refilled now, Warlord. Well, then I found that Shadespire thing and whatever. Cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's a different well, budget, so. Yeah, okay. Don't go wait, back have, to the dark company. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a Probably minute. Probably a bigger hold, budget. Hold on, hold on. Time out, time out, time out. You have different budgets for different games? Yeah, don't you? No. No. That's that sounds my my wife would murder me. I get I get some money and I'm lucky. Yeah, okay. I'm down to one hobby budget now. So yeah, oh, yeah. I shocked. All right, well, so we'll be back in three minutes uh, or seven <laughs> and a half. I have no idea. Whatever it takes to, we're, we're not going to be playing a, a whole symphony here or anything. So Chinese New Year. Ooh, yeah, it's going to be some interesting music. All right, uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy it. I'm sure you will because I know I will. Or whoever is in charge of finding it this time. I whenever whenever this, you listen to it, if you listen. When to it, I listen apparently. to it, I uh, no, I listen to them. But again, while attacks. the retention is low. We're nineteen. Also, um, this is episode apology, nineteen, guys. Seriously, apology in advance. I don't. I've I've started to look for music, but I'm not familiar with it, and so I'm trying to find nationalist Chinese music. And so, if communist Oof. gets in there. Ooh, you yeah. know the that's, translation. And the same so tough problem with the Italian. It's a little trying not to find fascist stuff. Right. Too. It's like so, I don't know what they're saying. That's the direction we're trying to go. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's go, warlord. Yeah. Warlord. Well, that's the three. Oh, yeah. That's a... the three lists there. They got the oh, sure, sure, sure. and the warlord. I don't know. Find something out of Captain Phillips. From my experience, no, <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> Sorry. It's got to be free range music, man. Free range, yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be. Have left out to dry and and rither in the sun for us to do that. You can't do that. Anyway, uh, yeah. From my experience, it's been pretty difficult to find Chinese music in general from this era. But we'll see what we can do. So I think it'll take the power of all four like of us. Big band, something out of the thirties. Sure. Or wow. I don't. We'll, I don't we'll want to let anybody down. We'll see something. There's some out there. We'll find it, and hopefully you'll enjoy it. So we'll be back in a couple minutes. Uh, Yeah. Baby, yeah. 
enjoyed the music <laughs> yeah hope you yeah exactly dale um, i'm sure picked something spectacular hopefully no for promises our, for our people that follow the chinese calendar happy new year again yeah right yeah if we do uh, this right what year out. is it again year dog. of the dog of what the dog, year are we finishing rooster is it the i think that rooster. sounds right yeah uh, you know what? That's that's great because this year was a total cock. Yeah, Good. it's supposed to be like prosperous and financially successful. And well, and whatnot. it was that too, actually. So okay, we'll see. There you go. Yeah, well, it what had its the, roller coaster moments, though. But anyway, well, that's that's all. What are the year, personality right? traits of the dog zodiac, Chinese zodiac? I would have to ask Google. No, dog is loyal. Loyal. Um, so this year's going to be loyal. Stubborn. Oh, wait, you're a dog. So I am a dog. Tends okay. towards vanity. You're a dog. Oh, okay. You, tends to, you tend towards vanity? I think I that's know. in there, yeah. I know they're stubborn and loyal. Those are the two dog ones I remember. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who are their All better right. partners? Like, oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> the dragon? <laughs> it's either the dragon or the horse. That one I'd have to look up. Okay. All right. So this is a totally different podcast. So <laughs> I'm a rat, <laughs> and I married a boar, and we're it's worked out. So. Yeah. Again, anyone that follows right. us and is wondering why this is really cliched, everything we know we got off like the placemats at a Chinese restaurant. Right. Yes, that's right. I live my sorry. life by the Chinese food fortune cookies. So, yeah. like that is, I play the lottery off the numbers on the back of them. Are, Help, by the I'm way, trapped in a Chinese fortune cookie making factory. Let me out. <laughs> right. They're they're and I'm gonna say they're typically never even fortunes anymore. They're like just good advice at this point. So or bad advice or bad advice depending. Yes, but so anyway, the next fortune cookie. The fortune cookie is purely an American Great. thing. I, oh, I know. So. Yeah, I know. Much Chinese food that you find in America is in fact very Americanized. Yeah, like General Chow's chicken. Chow mein is basically like leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. And it's about what it is, really. So, and it's different every place you get it. It's yep. funny. I think it's actually the opposite. It's almost exactly the same. It's like this, uh, well, the same can of stuff that everyone else. What been, um, What is chow chow men in China is actually lo mein. 
here with the noodles. Mm. So that makes sense. Our chow mein is another American ad- adaptation. Actually, yeah. I don't think it's an adaptation. It's just like you said. It's just leftovers. So yeah. Well, enough about food. Let's talk about the armies of China, because uh, I, I don't know. Maybe we. <laughs> We've stereotyped them already or not. I have no idea in that conversation. We're really sorry. But I don't think so. We're just talking I don't, about no, how we're Americans talking, have changed their food. So. Yeah, like the the whole totally bastardization of someone's national culture. Wait, they got Chinatown. No, 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 they man. can't be that upset. Side note, side note, that's actually a just really true. interesting historical study about how what Americans perceive as Chinese food like has spread through the Americas. It's really cool, actually. Is it? Okay. Yeah, there's a good documentary on Netflix if it, if you all get bored. I don't remember the name, but I watched it once and it's pretty good. Might have been General okay. Sal's chicken, like the search for General Sal, <laughs> just Where something really like from. that. Okay. Did you know that So General So, or how we pronounce it, is actually a curse word in Chinese? It doesn't surprise mm. me. It's so. like getting one of those tattoos, and it says "eat chicken." I, I have one of whatever. those. No, so. I haven't. It means hope. No, it it means go here. <laughs> buy, buy a number 17 combo yeah well what i thought it said i asked my daughter because she's learned chinese she's been to china and um she looked at it she's like i don't know what that what that says so my brother-in-law's okay. fluent in mandarin but that's as close as i get to knowing how yeah, to speak yeah. it all right okay i had a roommate in college learning chinese and i had him teach me how to say don't shoot me i'm canadian but you know there you go <laughs> y- y'all said to learn do you want a donut yeah hmm. All right. Okay. Well, now we've hammered on the Canadians too. So. Right. We've, we're just gonna. We got a checkbox. We haven't hit them all yet, but we're gonna no, by we'll the end of the night. Yeah. <laughs> Coffin microphone check. All right. Oh man, I leaned away too. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Just still recovering from his cold. It's a rough so. year. I apologize. No, it's it's still early. All right. So, armies of China. Is its own little thing. I I didn't even know this existed for a long time. It's since the, it's not, they don't play a major role in any of the wars. Are, are you saying it's the David S. Pumpkins of lists? It's its own thing. Sure. It's only a two year. I don't know who that is. What? Just say that they didn't play a major role. Yeah, I I'm going to reach through. That's the another. You're like, what the fuck? American <laughs> bastardization. All right. Okay. I don't know that much about them. Sorry. Now that, that is, we're not taught very much. Perfectly sure. Acceptable. We're not. I've not dug in on them. I don't know that much about them. I can't say whether or not they had a major role, but they seemingly didn't in my ninth grade uh, social science class. So, well, well, here's a fun thing. So, or whatever if you class go through there in Empire of the Flames and you get to the section for the armies of China, the second paragraph actually says it's an unhappy fact that little is taught in the West about the sacrifices made by China during World War II. Seems fair. They basically contributed towards the defeat of Japan. The Chinese tied down 80% of Japan's military manpower. And manpower. Manpowder. Ooh, Man. so. That too. They, they had to stay dry. Yes. So there you go. That, that okay. Apparently, we they knew that we did no crap about it, and so they put Yeah. That's fantastic. And spoiler yeah. alert, it's a really nasty, nasty personal war. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. I could see that anyway. They don't really care for one another, I, um, I no. presume. Well, I think Japan was on understand. the wrong side of the wall for them really to do something about it. That's kind of true. All right, so let's let's dig into how that plays out in bolt action. I almost said another game, but then I said bolt action. 
I said almost said Warhammer for some reason. Oh well, you just didn't say like you know like the one of those samurai games or something. Shogun, yeah. Shogun, the Five Kingdoms for a games Games Workshop. All right, so Anyways, yeah, what did, what do they got going? So basically, in China, they have three distinct different lists. I want to say. So there are the nationalist Chinese, which are kind of a conventional army. Uh, they're trained by Germans and later by the Soviets. So they, they kind of have a little... They're, you're more uh, diversified as far as bigger weapons and stuff like that. Uh, and they also have a warlord army. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of... Um, Jump page, here we go. So the warlords are similar to the nationalists, but their forces are led by only one officer. Uh, and they're kind of, if you want to make them from like Chinese, Japanese allied army, this is kind of the, the section you want to. So if you want to do the first one that's just nationalist, you can kind of do Chinese, British, and American uniforms and weapons, and you kind of have what the national army has. And then okay. there's the communist army, which says it says they prefer hit and run tactics and are equipped with light weapons only, more similar to a partisan style force. Mm-hmm. So, all so of what, them really, all of them suffer from medium and heavy artillery, except for the nationals that have access to some. Okay. So I guess my question is: is what makes it, what's so? What's the deal with the warlord one? That one seems bizarre to me. Is that just like gangs? Like these individuals have taken control of a piece of the army or something? Well, no. So what happened was the the reason that there's three kind of distinct army lists was because of the political structure of China during the time that the conflict occurred. So the emperor um, was overthrown, and so China broke up into a number of provinces. Each province was ruled by a warlord. And so the nationalist represents the most successful warlord who had united most of the southern provinces and was moving against the northern provinces to kind of bring everybody back together under a single ruler. But then the war happened. And so there were still individual warlords and their personal armies, which is where you get the warlord list. The communists were um, desert, uh, maybe deserters isn't the right word. They were nationalists, but then one of the infantry brigades or units or armies um, left. Separatists. And separatists became, so, yeah. became the communist forces. Okay. That one made sense to me. That one felt more like just partisans, like they were opposing the other side. But right. the warlord just seemed kind of an oddball. And so yes. the warlord, actually, the individual warlords went both ways. So hmm, Interesting. Sometimes they'd fight. They, they kind of they, they were described as mercenaries. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. So and that kind of explains the them fighting themselves while they're also fighting Japan at the same time. Right, so the nationalists were fighting the communists before the Japanese came in. Sure, okay, got it. Okay, so it's it's not only is it a book of, a theater book, and it's got a national army and it has three of them technically in it, in, inside that. Three variations amongst yeah. the same, yeah. Yeah, though so it, it seems it has- like they have similar small special rules it looks like uh yes and no yeah okay okay so and then you know as we go through this some of the some of the units are only available to one or one or two or three you know depending what the unit is so sure let's do it let's go through them oh sure good idea 
<laughs> I'm moving Maybe. us right along tonight. I guess. Someone's yeah. got some place to be. All right, so going into the Army Special Rules, and we'll start with the the flag is the first special rule. So one man, excluding the officer and an officer's team, can replace all of his weapons with a flag for plus 25 points, gaining the Rally to the Color special rule. Warlords get this flag for free. What's, what's Rally to the Colors? Good question. Glad you asked. All friendly infantry units and artillery units within 12 inches of the flag bearer can re-roll a failed order test when rallying. In addition to the rally order being successful, they roll two dice and take the best of them. Mm-hmm. Best of the two. Yep. And if the flag is down or an ambush, you don't get the special roll because they got the flag tucked away and no right. one can see it. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's it, was, it was definitely better in version one. Yeah. Uh, yes, when you had to worry about the the pins and stuff. Hey, I've yeah. I've blown rally checks just fine too. So sure. And I will say, getting it for free makes it better. So that'd be the warlords. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's the only way I think I would ever take it because otherwise rallies are not. You're gonna flub it. You're gonna flub it, right? Well, rolling, getting to re-roll first of all. True. That is and big. Taking the higher two d six. I mean, how many times? Sometimes you finally passed it and rolled that one, and you know you still have three, four pins on you. That seems to never be my problem, but I don't know. I have other problems, so <laughs> okay. I don't know. I can usually get all the pins to clear, but that, it, it, you're right; it's still good. And again, for free, it's not a. It's it's easy. It doesn't auto include, obviously, but for twenty five points, it becomes a little bit more questionable. So, I think personal this perspective is the earliest. And this is the earliest time that we saw the flag rule. We've seen it a few times since as options for other armies, but you know, I think this is the first time it actually showed up in bolt action. Okay. Interesting. I, I have no idea. Somewhere along the line. Actually, wasn't there Japanese, another army that actually had this too? Yeah, the Soviets uh, actually have it built in. It, okay. And the Soviets can get it as well. Yeah. So So I, I'm I don't know if that's entirely true, but I don't know when the Soviet book was released so that's true i thought it was in another um campaign book or a theater book that expanded the flag to others so it's possible definitely wrong on that. go back and listen to one of our podcasts and find out i you know i don't know if we could because i don't know if we actually point blank say where that rule is coming from but no we, we're kind of dodgy with most stuff we are we don't like to be held accountable for any of our words which is good i thought it was just pronunciations we were worried about well that too but okay different things oh this is i think this next rule is my favorite <laughs> levy no it's not my favorite that's not your favorite this is the free order dice one yeah i know I so this that. is any of the chinese armies they get a free 14 man squad of inexperienced troops with rifles can't do yep. anything can't upgrade or anything else Ooh, free stuff but yeah 14 men dice. that's pretty good that's yeah what, what is a 14 man inexperienced squad well, they're... Who's got the well, easy army 90, open? 91. 91 yeah. points? Aren't they, aren't they 71 or 7 points each? So I think that's right. That sounds about right. Mm, 98. Like that. 98, yeah. Depending on math. Just 300 points? Don't yeah. get gun, they, don't get, uh, they don't get grenades, though, do they? Just rifles. Just yeah. rifles? Just, no. just inexperienced. 
Okay. But they're not green either, so they're always just That's, inexperienced. That makes a big difference, actually. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of nice. And that goes across all three armies. Correct. Just to represent the mass number of people that they had involved in the war. Yeah, just then, representing them walking through the countryside and just pulling people from villages. You're, like, you're going to come fight now. Okay. And you get a gun. And you get a gun. And you get a gun. The, the bad yeah. version of Oprah over there. At least they gave him guns. There's that. So the next rule they got here is Sparrow Tactics, and this is for the communist only, as they mentioned they're kind of partisan sort of peoples. Sure. So being a highly mobile force, uh, so they use their surprise and speed to strike the enemies. All communist regular and veteran units make up, a, make up to a 9-inch move after both sides have finished setting up, but before the first turn. What? Pretty dang good. Wow. Yep. That that's is good. Uh, that's like Rangers lead the way, and that's well, and I think that gets better as we get in here too, because there's some other stuff in here that are like adds to that, doesn't it? Well, we'll get to it when we get there. I'll all regular and veteran infantry units, yep. all of them. Wow, that that's incredible. So if you have, if you already have a forward deploying, whatever, with Sparrow Tactics. Yeah, no, they are the infantry units. Yes, so you're not mm-hmm. you're not moving your team weapons. You're not moving no. your artillery. But yeah, you're right. Your snipers, your your small teams are still considered teams. infantry. Yep. Yep. So he's just so a communist. That's a, that's a pretty that dirty trick move. right there. That's amazing, actually. There's I like some that. first first turn charges there. <laughs> there could potentially be if you can move an extra nine. Yeah, because there's no wow. there's nothing here that stops you from outside twelve inches. So right, correct. That's incredible, actually. That's a wow. I that, like that rule. That's something that you probably aren't normally prepared for when you set down to play a game. Sure. Yeah. If there was anything you get from this podcast, it's watch out for the Chinese in that special role. Only Chinese if they're communist. communist. They have to be communist, but yes, they do. I could see that being a common tactic in the Chinese list. So moving up. Last, moving up. The last special rule they have, and this is for the nationalists and the warlords, is the bodyguard rule so a bodyguard will sacrifice his life for his master fool I can um, guess what this is but what is it Pat so if an officer is successfully killed by a sniper or suffers exceptional damage the bodyguard is removed from play instead sure okay this is exactly what I thought it was so some dude yeah. yelling no is it the bodyguard has to be armed with a pistol and a sword sweet okay straightforward straightforward Okay. Uh, so now that's that's it. That's all of them. Hey, that's that's it. pretty decent to you know. Yeah, that's all of them. You're not having to pay uh, for that. Better so, in Italy. Uh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I know there's no saving grace in that. <laughs> no. There's no doubt. There's, all of these rules work well for every army. So, all right, and you don't get to use them in every game. But. Anyway, yeah. stop talking so, on the it, it, Italians. Sorry. Well, you know that FAQ came out and they had the Italians in there. I'm like, yes, they're going to fix them. Oh, no, they didn't. Mm, not so much. Kind of. They gave, gave them a, something. They gave them a reprieve. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're sugarcoating it. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better than it was, but it's still bad, to be fair. But, yeah. All right. So let's let's bust into the units. Let's talk about all this stuff. So let's start with the headquarters. Was there anything cool in there? Yeah, uh, there is. As a matter of fact, so all right, let's do it. They've got 
different entries for each of the officers, the Nationals, Warlords, and the Communists. Okay. Um, so, which one is this first? This is the Nationalists. So they've got second Louis, first Louis, available at all experience levels. Um, so that's pretty standard, although, so... They, if, if you've got more than one guy with it, you can take both the bodyguard and the flag rule. And if they have swords, they're also tough fighters. Okay. So cool. Not a whole lot you're expecting, but the costs are the same as they are for, you know, the rest of them. Other than you have to pay the 25 points for the for the flag if you're not a warlord. Which, if you're taking a nationalist officer, you're not. Great. I would presume. So and then the warlord officers... Uh, they are only available at veteran. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yes, they're like a, a major or captain sort of level. They're major lover. Yeah. Major, major level. level. <laughs> they're major lovers too, but that's a different <laughs> different story. Okay. So that's a pretty substantial difference. I guess maybe we should have keyed on at the beginning there. I forgot about that. So wait, the warlord is a captain. Uh, he's a major. He's a major. major. So he's sixty-five so, points. Oh, whoosh. But he can lead your army then, and, right? And he gets just a free bodyguard common. and a free flag carrier if you pick those oh. other two guys with him. Okay. Wait, so you have to take the two guys points. with him? You have to pay thirteen points each for the two guys. Mm, okay. All right. So that's kind of not as good of a deal. All right. If it just came with two for dudes, it's a little different. But all right. Okay. Warlord retains me upgrade. So. Yeah. So your nationalist can be inexperienced, regular, or veteran. Your warlord has to be veteran level. And the highest option. So he's got the plus four morale and those extra snapped actions. And a bigger but, bubble. They got cavalry right. options too. Okay. So they, they can jump on horses. Fighter. Okay. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. I like that they can jump on horses. That for, is that a free upgrade or is that a five point upgrade? Two point. Two point. Okay, two point. That's right. Okay. Right. And so cool. they have the sword. They have the same rule or similar rule to the Japanese where if you have a sword, that grants you the tough fighter rule. So. Sure. Okay. That's kind of cool. Don't be rushing into any combats with them, but... Uh, pretty sure the Warlord doesn't need to do that. Right? No. So, no, no, he doesn't have to. I'm just saying is that would be bad if he could. Or if he had... I guess if, even if he had to. But we'll get to that in a second. Well, actually, this is interesting because it says the Warlord is always accompanied by a free bodyguard and a free flag carrier. Both do not oh, count towards the two optional men of the team. Oh, so oh. you have to, so you can get two more men, so you can have. A so five you can man have total. a five-man unit. So that one sixty-five does include the bodyguard and the flag carrier. Okay, that's a little bit more reasonable, I, I guess. That's cool. and then you can pick up. Yeah, and then you can pick up your th- your two additional veterans as well. What's the base cost of a major? Right, one sixty-five. So, so a veteran major. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. With, uh, one with the bodyguard and, the and, uh, and the flag. Okay. Warlord's looking it's good. It's got an interesting, interesting. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm like, you know, let's that's, get to communist, that's 26. Though. Yeah, that's 26 points plus 25. So that's 50, 51 points there, kind of. A bit of savings. Little, uh, plus and you get the bigger bubble. Horses, which, you know, Dave would appreciate. Yeah. Five-man horse squad with Tough Fighter. If they have swords. Yeah, well, I'd give them swords. Sure. I would, anyway, at that point. Uh, all right. Okay. 
So what what does a communist offer then? Uh, nothing. They're junk. No. Um, I can't imagine that. They have all experience levels. They're they're your stock. Okay. Captain. They're just That's stock. Nothing special. Yeah. There. Nothing special. Nope. Nope. And okay. They cannot have swords, though. They cannot yeah. have swords, and they've got the, you know, you can make the, the flag guy for 25 points. Sure. Okay. So, and they do also in the HQ, they, they have one of those political officers, which we learned about in the, uh, that's the it's actually, it actually says it's followed the Soviet practice of educating soldiers with communism. So they got okay. the same thing. Which is, yeah, they so have commissars. Yep. 15-point sure. inexperienced political officer and two men, and, you know, it's the, the no one step back, you know. Uh, so if a friendly unit fails a morale check or an order test in 12 inches of an officer, remove one model and re-roll. It's not an option. Sure. You just have to do it. In, say that again at the end of that part of Just inexperienced. But the other part is, is any officer or just him? Just him. Just him. Okay. Just making sure. Any unit within like, 12 would... inches of him. Okay. I think Perfect. the commissar is actually 6 inches. So. Okay. This is a little bit better, if I recall. The yeah. stars only have feels, a six-inch feels a little better. Really? Yeah. Because I think they're the same it, price at 15 points. They are the same price, but I, I seem to think that the commissars only hmm. can impact somebody within six Who's inches. Who's got that easy army open? Uh, I actually don't, for once in my life. What's going on? Okay. I am looking at the outline. I have no idea. Do you not have paper? Uh, no, I don't have a printer in my house. I'm so advanced, I don't print things anymore. <laughs> I don't know. You're advanced because you don't, don't print. <laughs> right. I don't kill trees anymore. All right. In <laughs> any event, it's a 12-inch <laughs> bubble for this version of the Commissar. Commissar. You don't really want to hear me. Uh, you don't Commissar really is, doesn't, an easy army doesn't say anything. I'd actually have to grab the Russian book. So... Doesn't? All right, let's leave that for a note to maybe check up on the end of the mm-hmm. show somewhere. So, yeah. all right. Okay, so that so this one says twelve inches. I honestly I have no freaking clue what the other one is. So, uh, right. they've also That's got a cool. medic just in case you're concerned. Uh, regular regular vet, same as everyone else's medic. Uh, they've got the forward observer. This can only be an artillery observer. Okay. So they they didn't have the they didn't train they well, I think the nationalists actually had an air force but no one ever trained with that kind of stuff so they just Kinda don't make sense then. Yep. Yeah, no okay. air observer. You know, those things happen. I'm trying to be too sad sure. about it. Right. It's kind of take it or leave it. Yep. So okay. then they get then they get into the infantry squads. Okay. Let's do it. You're just like moving right along here. Like I don't, I don't know. Why I'm gonna, I'm, I'm fired up. I'm too much caffeine tonight or something. I have All no right, idea. That's cool. <laughs> so the German train squads are nationalist only, and most of their squads are like seven to fourteen guys. Mm-hmm. So they're okay. large squads. Uh, the we're talking about the German trained are veterans, and they've got the NCO. In most cases, have some machine gun. They can do one LMG, and you can, of course, do the the tank hunter with the two points per man. Uh, they also have the initiative training, the same as the German special rule. Solid. Which the with the NCO rule? That's the yeah, NCO with, passing and getting a new one. Essentially. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Got so, it. Okay. They don't get Hitler's butt saw though, do they? 
Uh, not in this unit. No. no. Okay. Yeah, I'll just I'll just hint to that that they just might be. <laughs> and somewhere else, maybe. Note, yes, the commissar is six inch effective range. On, no on the back. on the Soviets. Yep. Hey, hey, I, I was right about nice. something. Nice job, okay. Dale. Good job, Dale. Pull that one out. You get a cookie. Nice. Oh, I wanted a cookie. It's got an email. It's going to be emailed cookie. to them, so it's not going to matter. Yeah. Just go to a the website. They give you cookies all the time. They're not very tasty. Probably usually. not. All right, and then they've got the just the regular generic vanilla infantry squad, which is available to all of them, and this can be taken as regular or veteran. NCO six men add up to seven more. Standard pricing. NCO can have a submachine gun. You can do one LMG, and you can do the tank hunter. So these are just very mm-hmm. stock. Here you Bog go. Standard. This is infantry. Yep. Kind of normal. Got it. And they've got the conscript squad. We're doing. That's we're doing the pronunciations fun. very good so far. <laughs> this is uh this the is American names for all these, yes. Well, if they put like, you know, the little man by fish with river and the, the little the symbols, I would have no idea. So thankfully sure. it's all translated. No, all right, now I'm with you. So the conscripts, uh this is you know, had alluded to at the beginning, everyone gets a free conscript squad. This is that same thing, but this one has a special rule as a green, which is why they specified the free one does not have that special rule. Okay. So they're these are like these are Inexperienced. Inexperienced. Right. Seven points a dude. Seven to 14 guys. Green. All right. Okay. Sweet. Yeah, they're covering all the bases. Yep. Um, they really they get rifles, and that's really all they get. They're kind of dull. Okay. Uh, I kind of skipped over, I think, the, the XY force in the uh, outline there. Because the XY force only applies to if you take the Burma theme selector. Okay. And these are these are kind of more of a more Americanized sort of troops with their kind of weapons. So we'll just touch them real quick. They're available at all three levels. They are uh, again seven to fourteen guys. NCO submachine gun LMG. Um, in addition to an LMG for another five points, one guy can have a BAR as well. That's pretty solid. So there's okay. your little your little American flavor in there. Yeah. No, that's that's yeah. kind of fun. And so these this is where you start getting into the um, the more of the historical flavored units. So the X and Y, they were the Chinese expeditionary force in Burma fighting against the Japanese with the Americans and the British. And then when Japan pushed them out, they retreated um, with the British and ended up in India. And they were rebranded the X and Y force. So Okay, cool. Which is why they're only available in the Burma campaign. Sure. Yeah. So, so it's they are not available theater. in the reinforced platoon. Okay, so that's a that's an important distinction there too. So, but if you're in a tournament, you could run them if they run theaters. If essentially. they run, if they allow theaters, mm-hmm. yes. So, bug yeah. eater will take it. All right, sweet, cool. So, and then the big sword squad, sword, 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 uh, sword. These are vets. <laughs> another okay. another seven to fourteen guys, eighteen points per. Oosh. So, three oh. guys can have SMGs at only plus one point upgrade. They can do an LMG for 20. They got the anti-tank grenades. They are tough fighters, fanatic, and have reckless charge. Okay. This Did is you say they can all have SMGs? Up to three. Up to three, okay. Yep. It's only That's a one-point upgrade for up to three guys. Oh, well, that makes sense because they've already got tough fighter well, to not have to have to So pay SMGs three is usually short. three points. Tough fighters are one point. Right. Oh, Get an extra point out of that. Mm-hmm. Well, you're also you're also paying for them being fanatic, 
and True. the reckless charge. And the reckless charge is basically the bonsai charge rule. Mm-hmm. Is, is it this? Is it exactly the same? Like the description is the same. It doesn't say reckless charge equals bonsai, but any right, right, test okay, but to it's run or same. charge directly towards the nearest visible enemy is passed automatically as if the unit had rolled double one. Sure. So I would. So take it's exactly that, the same. I would take that to mean you know the same FAQ that hit the bonsai charge, since the words are identical, would apply here as well. Makes sense. If you're going to be that's logical, a lot of, about that's it, a lot of assuming, but. <laughs> Although you think about the Japanese get getting both fanatic and bonsai for free, and here the Chinese having to pay what five points each person uh, for ouch. it for tough fighter and reckless charge. Yes. Um, Once again, well, for fanatic, tough fighter, and reckless charge. Sure. Yeah, maybe fanatic I could is see three them. point in most places. Tough fighter is yes. one point. Okay, and reckless charge is a point. Apparently. So. And in, and I you didn't call this out, so I'm going to call it out is that this is a nationalist only unit. Correct. Sorry. Yes, that is correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure that like that's a thing. It is. Yeah, they joined up with the nationalists during the reunification reunification war. Okay. Cool. They're typically characterized as um, someone in their unit carries a great big sword. So shocking! I would have never guessed that. <laughs> sword. S-word. I would have imagined they all had swords. I was hoping they'd all have swords. Well, they do. Mm-mm. Okay, Weapons, Good. rifles, as, and swords. As they should. Okay. Perfect. But one guy should have a really big sword. If you're modeling these. Bigger than everyone else's. Yeah, okay. Sure. That makes sense. Because that seems like a male thing to do. I don't know <laughs> if the Chinese ever worried about compensating. Maybe anyway. not. But, yeah, they could have or could not have. I don't know. Anyway, all right. so next I'm excited is- about this next unit. The, oh, yeah, this one's good. The Gorilla Cell. Yeah. So these are nationalists and communists. Uh, they run the full gambit and experience regular veteran. This is a cell leader and two guys. You can add up to six oh, more. Wow. Yeah, okay. minimum three. Minimum three wow. goes minimum up nine. to nine. So okay. and all, all, up to all nine can replace their rifles with a pistol for minus three points each. Standard cost otherwise? Yes. Yep. Yep. Standard okay. cost. Okay. Well, two points higher. Yeah. Two points. Well, Nine, then we'll 12, get. Yeah why, yeah. why are they higher? So, well, get into that. <laughs> oh, they are. Yes, that's right. <laughs> get into oh, that. We'll so, leading into it. Yeah. Three that can dump their rifles for SMGs. They can have an LMG. They can, of course, have the anti tank grenades. Uh, they have okay. special rules. Field craft. Does anyone remember who else has this one? I recognize the name. I don't know what it's from now. Partisans. Oh, yep. okay. All right. So during setup, any gorilla cell using hidden hidden setup can also start an ambush. Uh, in the first turn of the game, gorilla cells treat all rough ground and obstacles as open ground for purposes of movement. Okay. Furthermore, cool. they have forward position, so they're setting up with your observers and snipers. Furthermore, On your half of the table, right? Yep. Yep. Now, now within okay. 12 inches of another unit. Sure. Infiltration. If for some reason you need to outflank with these guys, they ignore the minus one for coming on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also if you give them, for whatever reason you give them the anti-tank grenades, they get the tank hunters. So these guys are sure. pretty sweet. Right. Because so, you so you're saying for one point less, then you, you, they're two points more, but if you downgrade to pistols, they're minus one point. And they get to start halfway three, up the board. For- they're minus three if you go down to pistols. Right, right. I'm just adding yeah, the extra so regulars two. would be nine sure. points. Right. Yes. Yeah, I'm just I'm just doing the full math on what it would actually cost versus a normal vet. 
would be one point less than a normal vet if you've downgraded to pistols. Now you just get you just run this in the three man with an LMG and put them uh, put them up Ooh. front with their field craft. Have a nice day. Yeah. And out no, of curiosity, no, you get I get to think, move nine inches. No, uh, I think um, yes. If you're a regular veteran. Yeah, <laughs> and you're communist. And you're communist. So you, have so you regular to downgrade to pistols. So they're nine point regulars. You buy those three guys. You buy them with submachine guns. So they're back up to twelve. So you can be within twelve inches to shoot that first round with up to three guys. While your NCO can have a um, submachine gun too, right? Uh, just up to three men. Doesn't say the NCO. You know, so there's there's a few there's a few things you can do there with it. So well, do you do you bother to downgrade, take the minus three to go to pistols, just to go to plus three back up to submachine guns? Well, you're saving points because you you're close enough that you're not going to be using your rifles. Sure, and both are giving you assault. Right. How, how much are regulars? Nine points each. If they have pistols, if you downgrade right, right, them, right. Yeah, yeah, otherwise yeah. they're no. twelve. Dude, so, why don't you just run a big ass squad of them and take assault? And I mean, because you're a tough fighter with pistols. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you're you're charging. on top of them. 81, you're like literally on top of them. For, right? uh, nine guys with pistols. That's a much better plan. So tough fighter, uh, tough fighter first charge, like first turn charge. Like that seems like a at twelve stupid at twelve points. Yeah. yeah, if you're communist. Well, not twelve Dude, points. If you're communist, you totally do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. veterans, <laughs> veteran tough fighters is what you is what you want to do. Oh, you're saying veteran? Not, yeah, 12 no, points. twelve no, no, points. No, no. Oh, yeah, that's a, it's really good. Well, then you downgrade pistols. to pistols mm-hmm. for the so assault rule. Yeah, so you get assault and you're twelve points a model. That's incredible. Man, you can take you can assault objectives held by your opponent in their backfield on the first turn. Potentially, because correct, yeah. They're also ignoring rough ground. Right. That first turn. Yep. Because of and obstacles. Craft. Yep. Yeah. And obstacles. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. So what what's that? You're manning behind that wall? Whoop de doo Yeah. Let's have some fun. You know what? We built that wall. <laughs> Uh, that's by far my favorite unit in here so far, but well, way to let the wind out of the sock for the rest of them. Jeez. Well, I don't know. I, well, I'm, we're still going now through that, them. That option, that option is for communists only. Well, so, right. I, that, I guess I'm a commie. You're a yeah. commie at heart. That's the sparrow tactics, by the way, is what they're, yeah. what they're using. Right, but yeah. I mean, there's other there's other limitations within the communist list that you have. True. To yeah, you're so. communist True. for starters. Right. <laughs> I'm not seeing a lot of downsides to this yet, but we'll see where we get. We can still uh, we can still you know, rib on communists, right? We're not. We yeah, that's fine. A lot for that one. No, no, okay. no, no. We don't have to do shit for that All one. Right. Let them. They they can do whatever they want. Uh, or, yeah, or actually, we, not. That's kind of the point of communism. Yeah. <laughs> well, they all have the in same re- thing. In the real world, yeah. we're we're not fans of communism. No. So. <laughs> no. Yeah, I should probably caveat hey. that I'm not a communist. In, in theory, communism is fantastic. The trouble is, it doesn't actually work that way. No, in theory, right. socialism is fantastic. There you go. Yes, that's yeah. It. Anyway, all right. Slightly so different. That's things, enough of our political but... soapbox, right? Yeah, let's not get started. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> it's a different podcast again. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, I mean, that, I think that covers gorillas. We like them. So I like gorillas. Let's move on to cavalry troops. Sure. This is uh, all three. Okay. Available at regular, uh, one NCO, four men on horses. You can add up to five more. Uh, you can give them anti-tank rifles. I don't know why you would do that. But they're cavalry, so that means they're cool. 
they're tough fighters, and they've got the carbines or carabiners. Yeah, they're cavalry tough fighters. Sure. It's like because they got Pretty swords. Yep, yeah, they come with swords. If okay. You model them that way. And if you know, well, you should because carbines they come and with them. swords. Yep. Yes. Okay. So in the cavalry, is that just only gives you tough fighter? What else is cavalry? Okay, cavalry gives you recce too. Yeah. So you have a ten man unit running all over the place. Pretty good. Yeah. Can't remember. Do, do cavalry cost the same like base price as normal models, or still ten points for regular? Uh, these are, are they thirteen more? points each. Okay, so you're getting you're paying a little more for well, you're paying for tough fighter too. Okay. Yeah, tough fighter and, and cavalry. cavalry. So you get the recce roll. That's not free. Okay, great. Right. That's I couldn't remember what cavalry costs. It was not something that I've regularly taken. No. Cool. Pretty solid. Pretty standard. It seems like they're standardish. For cavalry. I don't know. I guess all of them get tough fighter, but that's still pretty yep. good. Okay. Great. What's the next one? So the last, oh, the last infantry is the scout teams. These okay. can be taken by all three again. You got an mm-hmm. NCO and two bros. That's your unit. They can uh, exchange their rifles for SMG for plus three. Any warlord or communist scout team may be upgraded to horseback. So the nationals can't go to horseback, even though they had cavalry before. Apparently they ran out of horses, I guess. Um, but they've got the special rule of scout, unless mounted. They count as observer, observers and snipers. They've got the behind enemy lines, which is a really nice one, which is that minus one uh, when they're doing outflanking. They don't suffer that minus one. And then if they... And then they got the carbines again. Like this, okay. Just if they're on horseback. Sure. Sure. Otherwise, they come with what? Otherwise, they come rifles. with rifles. Just rifles? Yep. Any ability to upgrade that? Change that anyway? So machine you can guns. go to SMGs for three points. SMGs. Okay. Yep. So a three-man squad with SMGs. can throw a horse underneath the guy. Mm-hmm. And these mm-hmm. are vets, okay. by the way. Did I throw that 45 points for yeah. three guys? Yeah, you know, vets. you got that one. Yeah. Uh, it's three guys. I'm not sure how serious of a threat the three guys the three guys are. I like them. No, and I I kind of do, but I feel like the gorilla cell does a better job. Mm, it's the setting up as an observer or sniper that's really good. Wasn't that what forward position kind of is? No. I thought yes, it was it similar. Is. It's the same thing. Forward position is the is the observer sniper. Setup. Observer sniper. Yeah, gorillas have yeah, that too. Sets up with oh, snipers. Yeah, so, so it's it is. both of them. So the, well, the yeah. just call it that then. Because, right. Why did they change they it from to forward give position? The horse to... option for the communists. Oh, the yeah, yeah. So you can so you can get the infiltra- or the infiltration on top of it, essentially. Right. I guess. That's what the other part of it was. Behind enemy lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. To me, I feel like the other the other guys do it better. Yeah. I I guess the only option or reason why you would maybe take these is because you're playing a warlord list instead of a nationalist or communist list. If you wanted warlord, and you wanted them on horse, I guess. Yeah, warlords and communists can can mount, yeah, so put horses the on these guys. The, the nationalists can't. Okay, so that's a weird statement to make, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, and okay, that makes sense. I yeah, and I guess if, if it's flavorful for your army, if you if you know that there were scout teams, not the same. Right. They're not. They don't have the same function as a gorilla team would have. But okay, interesting. I I'm 
kind of left open on that one. I don't know that I like it or hate it. Yep, so I agree. It feels a little redundant. So depending. it does. It does, but can have horsies. I think it's there covered the the guys who didn't get the gorillas. Sure. It's an interesting. It's an interesting choice. Three guys, three veterans, right? Yep, three vets. Yes. Um, so it's kind of a cheap, interesting order dice option. Maybe I don't know. Forty five. Well, no, your gorilla your gorilla cells are minimum three as well. Correct. So. They're three to nine. If you want a cheap maybe point, it's yeah, in the theater or something. something. A cheap order dice for forty five points. Yeah, I, I don't know. I got nothing. I wouldn't take them. Yeah, yeah. I was say you could take uh, you could take a three man gorilla, regular gorilla with pistols for twenty seven points. Quick disclaimer yep. here: you don't have to take every single unit available in the book. What you can pick and choose. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I thought you had to take them all. I know Shoot. that's crazy, right? Well, Pat, you don't have to buy them all either. I'm just going to tell you that. Whoa! What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally call shenanigans on that. There's yeah, no way that you true. have. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, true. I would just probably not take that unit. And Personally. I'd be okay. I'd be okay as much as I could. Well, you probably still wouldn't win, but that's fine. <sighs> Fair. Oh. I'm sorry. I, you didn't deserve that. No, no I, I, I'll, pull this, I'll pull the knife out later. Don't worry. All right. Uh, that's your knife anyway, too. <laughs> so let's move yeah, on fair. to team weapons. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, they've got an MG34 early war for veterans and nationalists this is this has to be this is a veteran unit at 65 points it's an mmg that has hitler's buzzsaw okay because it's a german german, a german gun. gun makes sense yeah all right they're german trained too so yeah and this uh, was okay. the this is by the nationalists and okay so only, only the nationalists only veteran, you one. can't take them less than veteran which i murmur like that kind of defeats a purpose if you're paying because the next entry, what's the next entry, Pat? It's a machine gun team. Sure. Who okay. Can be taken at all levels, and sure. just have the, just a regular MMG. No Hitler's right. buzzsaw. They're available so, in three. So for fifteen points less, you lose a dice. Well, it's the same cost. The, the, no, the, no, no. I mean, no. If you take a regular instead of a veteran. Yeah, and they're easy to kill. Yes. Then. Yes. True. And they're, yeah, and they're I guess I look kill. at them as cheap. Well, I think, sure. we're, I think okay. we're starting to chip away as to why you you don't win as often as you should. Ouch! Damn, dude. How many of you guys take? How many of you guys take veteran machine gun teams? What's a machine gun team? What's a machine? Yeah, exactly. Team? Fair enough. Okay, I took, I've I've taken machine gun teams again. What what level did you take them at? I don't remember. Probably not vet. Probably probably not vet. Probably yeah. not. We can talk strategy in another episode where we talk about what point level we'd buy shit at. Okay, I digress. That could be a thing. Yeah, yeah. No, it, hey, it's it's a it's a conversation worth having at some point. I'm sure people would be intrigued by us arguing and jibber jabbering about it. So, at least two maybe or three not. might be. Sure, it might be just us, but that's all that matters. That's true. All right, so moving right along. So normal MG. They've got the anti the boys anti tank rifle. Okay. St- yeah. Standard. They've got the sniper team. Okay. Standard. Yep. Uh, they've got the suicide anti-tank team. Okay. So now stop. Do they have? Do they have the infiltration or the not infiltration forward position on those guys? So they've they, got they've got a different yes, one. Yes, they do. Do. What, yep. what is it? Uh, Shen. They Fong? named it again. Shen Fong. Nope. It's forward position. <laughs> well, they've also got this other one too. Right. Oh, that's the TNT right. rule. 
So anti-tank moves into close combat. Okay, so that's the it's, anti-tank plus it's eight. It's the hits. suicide part of the yeah. anti-tank okay. team. Okay, <laughs> Fancy all right. Term. So they get four positions that's and the they blow up when the they get a tank. the suicide tank team. Yeah. Well, okay. Know. Yes. All right. And yes, they get. The okay. Position. How many can they take of that? Just one. Uh, we'd have to look at the selector, Usually, yes, which we, we haven't gotten to. And I okay. believe they oddly enough put it at the end. Okay. Well, we'll get there when we get there. Then. All right. So moving then right along. They've got they've got flamethrowers. Okay. Uh, they've got light mortars. Kinda. Your your thing says light, medium, heavy. They so. Light. so the oh, lights, you're questioning if they have, have lights. lights. All right. Okay. Um, all three have medium. All three have heavy mortars. There you go. Okay. So there you go. Sweet. Okay. It's when you get to the field artillery that things start to get a little screwy. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you're right. This is where. I mean, everyone has dudes, but not everyone had the same guns, obviously. Right. Holy crap, yeah. Okay. And what's the real difference? Uh, so you got the first one, which is taken by the the Nationalists, right? Yes, the Nationalists and the Warlords. It's the 7.6 centimeter, we'll just say field gun. It's got a lot of other letters sure. in there, too. And this has got a weird special rule that says it may only be towed by horse teams. And this is a howitzer. <laughs> this a light is, not, this howitzer. is the light howitzer that has a D6 HE. So, so okay. communists cannot have this one. Okay. But then they've got the Type 41 mountain gun for Warlords and Communists, howitzer. which is a light howitzer. Uh, this one comes with three guys, but they can add two additional for five points each. That's not. There's a gun shield on this okay. one as well. Interesting. And yeah. this one may use the mule transport. Hooray. That's fantastic. Okay. And then they move into the pack howitzer for the Nationalists, which is another... Hey, look, it's a light howitzer. And may use the mule transport, otherwise it's pretty much stock. And then you get into the medium howitzer uh, by the Nationalists only. It's medium howitzer. You get mm-hmm. into the heavy howitzer, Nationalists only. So I'm seeing a trend here. Yep, the medium and the heavy are only for the Nationalists. I mean, and you look at the entry, so the medium is the... 105 millimeter M2A1. Whose gun is that? United States. Exactly. And then they've got the, oddly enough, the 15 centimeter SFH18. Whose gun is that? Germans. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds German. Well, then you got the Packer underneath it, so. So, uh, yeah. And you get into the the anti tank guns. Yep. They got the Pack 36, which is a German gun. This is for the Nationals and the Warlords, though. Light anti-tank. Then they jump into the 37mm M3A1. Hey, that's an American gun. (laughs) And that's by the Nationalists only. So guess who Americans were backing. Yeah. I was going to say, I could see the horse we had in the race at this point. You know, I still remember, you know, back in grade school playing Axis and Allies, and I was remembering that the, the two Chinese territories were, you know, U.S. positions on the Axis and Allied board. Right. So clearly yeah. that's where the Nationalist armies were kind of uh, affecting things. Sure. So, And then just for fun, let's, let's, let's switch it up and have the ZIS-2 anti-tank gun. Wait, wait, whose gun is that? That's the Soviet. Russian Soviet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Soviet gun. Medium anti-tank, which the communists can have. Huh, that seems really bizarre. <laughs> oh, the communists with the communists? Holy cow, what? wait, the, hold the, on. So that's talk, how it doesn't about, make sense. Talk about just really a typecasting, right? Right, right. Okay. So communists are kind of getting the short end of the stick, it looks like. Or not, well, they, sort of. 
they are. For most of the war, they didn't have um, a single base of operations. Sure. They were they were being pushed and forced all right. over the country. So they're they're so. basically partisans, almost yeah. in every respect. Yeah. Would we say at the beginning about the communists that they pretty much act like partisans with the hidden right. tactics? Yeah, yeah. No tanks, no no artillery. I think that partisans can have more artillery than this, though. Uh, Slightly. Yeah. All right, yeah, so anyway, then we jump going. into our anti-aircraft guns. Okay. 20 millimeter Flak 38. Guess where that's from. Germany. Uh, it's German. Yeah, I was say, I'm guessing Germany. Yep. Can, you get a, can you get it into a quad? Uh, no. So this is um, only Nationalists and Warlords, and this is just a light autocannon. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's not the, actually the same. Okay. It's no. it was you know it's all like right around thirty six, thirty seven, thirty eight was when the Germans and the Chinese were kind of together. After that, it just wasn't, it wasn't sure. Anything. So they didn't get any of the later later war tech. Right. Obviously, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. But they got the the Bofors. Sure. Everybody gets so, the Bofors, man. Come on. Well, that was the Swedish gun, wasn't it? Yeah, that's a super popular gun, though. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has like, one of those. And this this that. can only be taken by the nationalists, sadly enough, so never mind the warlords and the communists can't have this gun. Right. So and that's okay. that's their field artillery, which includes their AA guns. Not a lot, but light auto cannon and a heavy auto cannon. Yep. Well, if you're nationalist it's got everything you need. Okay. Yeah. Right. Everything else is kinda of still short on this one, but yeah. Well, you want There's to, some interesting stuff in here. Do you want to plow right into tanks then? I like plowing tanks. Do we? I mean, do we have any? Let's let's. Do the tanks actually plow? No. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, F seventeen well, might plow. I was going to say when, when you get to some of the nationalist list, they got the Shermans in there. So. Okay. Okay. It's an interesting kind of uh, cornucopia of options. Yeah. Right. It really is. I don't it's think like any of them are actually manufactured. List. By China, except for this first one. No, this, this first one, one actually, was. I think it's just purchased. So this is the FT seventeen eighteen. Oh, the second one is kind of Chinese. It's kind of Chinese manufactured. Does it have the fortune yeah. cookie too? So this, sorry, that was bad. This is uh, this is from Poland, <laughs> and this is just a tankette uh, with like a low velocity anti tank gun. Yeah, China that you have to take the MMG off of to put that on there. Right. It's got the okay. one man turret. Not only does it slow, it is pitifully slow. Hold on, hold on, hold on. i got to put a pin in that for a second. Did you just call this Polish? Uh, These were purchased, purchased from, from Poland. Poland. Okay. okay, you're killing me here. The FT-17 is a French tank that was sold to Poland. Come on. Well, apparently they resold <laughs> them. Which they purchased, which they resold then onto China. Right. They're like, this, these things are shit. Give them to someone else. Yeah. We should also mention this is also available to nationalists and the warlords only. The communists have nothing to do with these. Right, they're like these. Even they won't get in one of these things. Apparently, okay. These are dirt cheap. Uh, sure, forty-two points and an extra thirty points to upgrade to the low-velocity anti-tank gun. Well, you wouldn't do that though. You'd keep oh, the energy. Yeah, thirty-five so, yeah. points. Okay, this, this, baby. this is pitifully yeah, slow. It's a slow tank by the rules. Additionally, it is not allowed to make a double-speed run. It can be given a run order just to avoid the one-man turret rule. However, sure. Okay. So this thing is only ever going nine inches on its best day. Which is it's an armored fine. machine gun. It is yeah, it's right. an armored machine, machine gun. gun. Which, and you can have ten of them for 350 points. Uh, 
didn't Mad yes, Bob did. run something like this at, at yes, the... Yes, he did, and he sells... It better be an armored platoon, all yeah. the balls. He made lots of friends yep. with that one. He totally sells, like, you can buy a whole platoon of these things from him. It's friggin' awesome. It is, it is and a it probably plus, costs so. you a fortune. Not really, actually. You know, really? You cast those pretty, okay. pretty competitively, I guess would be the thing I would say. I don't know. Price competitively? Price competitively. You do a tank wars with these and have, like, 50 of them out there. Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to be able to touch any other tank on the game but oh jeez alright so the next be, one I'm not even sure yeah. to make of a Sutton Skunk Holt Armored Tractor I like this one do you? okay so this is at 120 points regular it's got two forward facing automatic rifles two rear facing medium mortars that's what you like about it isn't it wait, well, wait what? It's, it's exactly it's exactly how he described it Oh my goodness, I actually don't mind that at all. It's a 7 plus tank yet, and oddly enough, in order for them to fire the, uh, the, mortars. the mortars, they had to open up a hatch on the sure. back, okay, which doesn't make it open-topped. So it's kind of, you well, know, they fired the story behind this, which... the story behind this was there was an engineer that lost his um, his right hand um during a campaign and he was brought on as a consultant um into China by the warlords and they took a bunch of American made tractors and welded um armor onto them. It's exactly <laughs> Company what Company B like. Company B sells these miniatures, so it's um yeah, it's it's interesting. So Dude this thing is I mean, I'm looking at models of it it it, it's like a giant tractor box yeah it's a tractor with a box on top of it it's it's kind of cool so okay so you turn it around and shoot mortars out of the back of it essentially must be stationary to fire rear-facing medium mortars also when the mortars are fired the bars cannot be fired okay all right interesting but it's a way to get medium mortars not that you can't yeah. take them anyway, I guess, because it's still... Only taken by the Warlords. Yeah, so. it's still only Warlords. Okay. Interesting. I. It's bizarre. Yeah, it was crewed by one driver and two gunners, which is why you can't fire all four weapons at the same time. Sure, that makes perfect sense. All right. Okay. Just out there. Yeah. Uh, so what's the next one here? Let me look at this here. Uh, what do we got next? The the Cardin Lloyd. Uh, yeah, it's tank seven at? plus. Yeah, seven plus tank at that's open topped. Okay, with a forward facing MMG. Okay, all right. Nothing special. Nothing special. Moving right yeah. along. All right, so n- another at the L three thirty three tank at. Yes, uh, another seven plus tank at. This one is closed though. Okay, one forward facing hole mounted MMG, sixty points at regular. So. So you take the FT seventeen. I think you would, unless you really wanted to get across the field. Oh, I suppose. This one doesn't have the pitifully slow rule. It's not a one-man turret either. And it's not a one-man turret. Okay, so you might take this just for more reliability. That makes sense. Right. Okay. I'd still do the other one because it's, it's more dice in your bag, you know, that kind of thing. So I think Pat's back. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just All as right. cold. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah, you kind of said that it was going to happen. And now you've got the two Japanese captured tanks. So. Sure. Okay. The Hago. 
Yep. Yeah. So this one is a... All three can take it. It's got a okay. turret-mounted light anti-tank gun, turret-mounted rear-facing MMG, so it's one of those either-ors, and then a forward-facing mm-hmm. hull. It's a tankette. Real similar to... Oh, wait. Was it a captured Japanese? Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, captured. So it's got the one-man turret rolled again and the low-velocity anti-tank gun. Yeah. Un- you know, fortunately, it doesn't suffer from... Unreliable. What a lot of the other rights captured tanks typically do, which is the unreliable rule. So it doesn't have that. They must have got enough. It's just a straight hago. And then they got the uh, the favored Chiha, mm-hmm. which is available to all three again. Turret-mounted light howitzer, turret-mounted rear-facing MMG, and the forward-facing hull. This one's a whopping 8+. plus. That's a big tank Ooh. for the Japanese. Yeah. It seems that considering everything else has been 7-up so far. So, next one's kind of interesting. Uh, it's a Vickers amphibious tank. Uh, this is okay. the Nationalists and the Warlords. It is 45 points at regular, has a turret-mounted MMG. It's a tank at it, 7+. It's amphibious, but unreliable. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, it's a puddle tank. <laughs> Sure. So. I I don't know anything about it, but it doesn't seem all that exciting. Other than that, it's amphibious, I guess. That's it, something. It's Yeah, whatever. So it's a floaty tank. Floaty tank. Does it look cool? And then they've got a Panzer one. That can Ooh, be taken all by right. the Nationalists. 70 points at regular. It's got two turret-mounted MMGs and is a, is a tank at at 7+. plus. Yeah, I like this one, actually. At 70 points. The Panzer one. MMGs. Yeah. Panzer oh, one. Yeah. Yep, not That's bad. Uh, I think Solid Ian choice. runs the Panzer one in his German. He list. does. He does. It's cheap. Yeah. When you think the the L three has the one MMG and it's the seven up tank at and it's sixty points for regular, at seventy points you can just get get another MMG, which I would mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So. No, that seems reasonable. And it's two okay. turret mounted, and it doesn't say it's linked, so you can actually fire them at separate targets in the same arc but keep in mind you got to tell you what tell your opponent the targets first yeah, exactly <laughs> and then they've got a t26 model 1933 so you know this is top of the line sure yeah uh it's a soviet tank taken by the nationalists at 105 regular turret mounted light uh anti-tank gun and coaxial mmg at a seven plus so another tank at all right then they've got also the Vickers 6-ton Mark E Type B. A lot of description to say it's a small tank. Another, almost the same thing, <laughs> 105 points, turret-mounted light, anti-tank, coaxial MMG, tank out at 7+. plus. There you go. Yeah, it's exactly the same. And this one is by was, the Nationalists again, too. Yeah, one was Soviet and okay. one was British. Yep. All right. Now we get into the real deal. So Nationalists Maybe. again, they got the M3A3 Stuart 5. This is like the pinnacle of Stuart's. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, close. Nah, Sorry, I, like, the, I think the M5A1 was the pinnacle <laughs> yes. of Stuart's, wasn't it? That was the most common. Yeah. <clears throat> but this was this was fine against the Japanese, considering what the Japanese was, were using. Right. So. Yeah, it Doing easily unmatched and pretty serious. So and this is a 135-point regular. I mean, it, it's, a, it's the M3A1 Stuart, so it's got 
a light mounted anti tank coxal MMG and a forward facing hull mounted MMG and it's an eight plus. Yeah. So it's yep. doing just fine. Yep. They also had the again, this is the nationalist, an M four Sherman seventy five millimeters, so not the not the big gun. Nope. Uh, but at 185 points, it's got the medium anti-tank, so it's a plus 5 pen, coaxial MMG, hull-mounted MMG. It's a 9-plus as the heavy tanks as far as they're concerned, but it's got the easily catches fire, and it's got an HE because it's 75 millimeter. And thin sides, at least in the uh, easy army list. Uh, yep, yeah, also which thin I think sides. Yep. they do. Yep. 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 As I click to the next page, thin sides. Yep. Well. <laughs> so it's basically the, the crappiest version of the M4, but still an M4. Well, do you, do you think maybe it's the ones the Americans didn't want to use anymore that they kind of gave them? Yeah. <laughs> maybe. I think that's kind of what it's seemingly like. We give them all of our scrap instead of ripping it down. I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm just right. saying. Yeah. So that's all the tanks. Okay. And you'll see most of them were uh, were for nationalists. Uh, didn't see almost all. Almost all. Uh, the one for captured. Yeah. The they get the captured cargo. They get the Hago. The Hago, okay. So the capture. Yeah. And the Chiha. And the Chiha, yeah. yeah. And then the Warlords got the tractor tank. Yep. Lucky bastards. Which is, I mean, that was pretty awesome. I, I'd take that thing. So, All right. then we jump into the armored cars. The SDKFZ. German. Okay. Yep, that's very German. The 222 that's, so that's the... So it's 65 points. There. It's a... An armored car 7 plus to the turret mounted MMG. But you can replace yep. the MMG with a light auto cannon for 30 points. Open yeah. top, recce, flak. Oh, it's got recce. Okay. So the, the well, 222 the, the replacement. With, the, with the auto cannon becomes flak. Now, that. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, just interesting point here. The 222, um, it doesn't have the rule for du- dual directional steering in here, but I'm 99.9% sure that's a dual directional steering vehicle. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't show up here. That upgrade actually is um, to the auto cannon. Uh, includes a coax- coaxial energy. Oh yes, thank you. So, not bad. They also have access it's to true. the dreaded BA ten. Meh. Meh. Uh, as far as an armored car. Yeah. Okay, so it's 120 points. It's an armored car 7 plus. It's got the turret mounted light anti tank gun, coaxial LMG, and a forward facing LMG, which is recce. Okay, man, mm. is right. Well, in this man, list, yeah. it's not bad at all. Well, again, for an armored car to be able to have a hull mounted in addition to mm-hmm. the turret, it's pretty good. Sure. That's relatively uncommon in most armored Very cars. Very true. Yeah, that is. It's, no, that is. And it's so. got recce, which isn't any, which is not nothing. If but, you remember to use um, it, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's no puma. Yeah. Or if you get to, yeah, it's not a puma. It's, yeah. Well, the puma also doesn't have the doesn't have a hull mounted either. Puma don't need it. Uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't need it. It's got a bigger gun on top. Well, yeah. But anyway, that's a different pod, a different episode. Yeah, it might be. They've also got the the BA twenty M. So this uh, this is another Soviet one, I believe. Correct. So sixty five whopping points. You get a turret mounted LMG. Uh, for it's a de- it's got a seven plus. It's an armored car. You can replace the turret LMG with a flamethrower for plus forty five points. One hundred ten point armor seven flamethrower. 
On a Yikes. recce vehicle. Look out. It's recce. Oh, boy. I like that one. So this is, if the upgrade's taken, the vehicle is subject to a plus one damage when rolling on the damage effect chart, which I think is typical of vehicle mounted flamethrowers. Yeah. It's got recce, okay. though, so hide your fuel. Yeah, God. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's that's oh, interesting. How, how many points did you say it was? with the flamethrower, so it's a mobile barbecue. With the flamethrower. That's pretty dang yeah. good, yeah. yeah. That'll get your brats going just fine. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Okay. So, and then they've got uh, the B2 armored half-track car. Yeah, I skipped over it. I think this is a French one, isn't it, Jeff? Yeah, but it's Detroit. Yeah, it is. Kegris. Then yes. So, there's our mispronunci- mispronunciation for the night. And it, w- and it wasn't even Chinese. It wasn't even Chinese. Yes, it's French. Well, it's all right, man. So I, this, this... I asked native French speakers to pronounce that for me, and they they disagreed. So, really, what they oh, say? There we go. Well, go one ahead. said Citron, and one said Citoyen. So, I, I... wow, those sounded the same to me. <laughs> oh, well, if you hear it in person, it sounds similar. Different. Okay, sure. Maybe it's the cold. Not fighting a cold, yeah. Any okay. rate, this is Warlords only. Sixty-five points for a turret-mounted LMG with Recky. Solid enough. So. Yeah. Seven plus. Okay. And then they uh, captured I'm... some more German stuff. With the this is Japanese. <laughs> oh, sorry, Japanese. Japanese. The Type ninety-two bunch of words go. Hokuku, Hokoku. I don't. I can't do it. Yeah, it sounds about right. It's a noise. This is the Warlords yeah. and the Communists. 75 points gets you a turret-mounted MMG and a forward-facing hull-mounted LMG. So at least you're getting two weapons out of this. That's not bad. Yeah, I think this one's yeah, pretty good. So for any, any with Reki. Uh, unreliable? Anything? Nope. Nope. Okay. That's that's decent. I like that one just because I'm I'm cheering for the Communists in this thing, and they're just they're coming up flat with all of the armor. Can't do it. You need the um, you'll need the suicide. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second because I will so. get through the. Tr- let's get through the transports and tows. It should be pretty quick to go through. They they uh, they got some uh, British Morris fifteen trucks. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Nationalist Warlords can take it. It's it's a, it's a mm-hmm. truck that carries eight guys and can tow some stuff. So. Uh, and then they've got uh, I'm going to guess a Japanese truck, which can fourteen guys. That's pretty good. The bussing nag, yeah. Okay. These are from Germany, but they can carry up to 14, which is where you have your transport for your maximum pretty size nice. units. That's a pretty sure. good size. Like they built the truck for their troop size. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Or bought the <laughs> truck for their troop size. Or they or they made their troop size to fit the trucks they had. Sure. Uh, no, I'd that like to go to the other sense. way around. I think they maybe built the truck to fit their troop size. They were right. <laughs> so the Morrises by Nationals and Warlords, the... the uh, the other truck is anyone can take it. Sure. Okay. And then they got the Universal Carrier. Never seen one of those before. Yeah, they only took those from Britain. Uh, right. This can only be taken by the Nationalists, and they've got it's just just counts as a transport, but it does have the forward-facing LMG. It can tow some stuff. You can put in a pintle-mounted LMG. You can replace the forward for, forward-facing LMG with the boys' anti-tank rifle if you so choose. Uh, you can remove the transport capability and add a Vickers 360 MMG for 15 points. Another one, you can move the transport and add a forward-facing medium mortar for 40 points. 
And okay. oddly enough, all those were the, are the same options that the British have through different various entries. It's got recce, it's got turn on the spot, which means it can zip around 180 degrees before it executes its rever- before it moves its recce move. Sure. So. And, and that takes it out of the armor, that puts it in the armored car slot, I presume. Uh, if you remove and if you remove any of the transport capabilities, there's a couple that yeah. remove the transport capability. Okay. So it's based on what the options are. Okay. Yep. So that was Perfect. by the Nationalists again. Also by the Nationalists, they get a Jeep. Who had Jeeps? Woo. Yeah. Oh, Americans. Americans had Jeeps. America. America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotta like it. And then they've also got the M2 half track. Huh. Wonder who had those. There's good old America again. Yep. Yeah. And these are also, I think the Warlords get this one too, don't they? Nationalists and the Warlords, yes. Yeah. And so that's a 10 man okay. transport, open top, whatever. And then they also get the coveted M3 White Scout car, also from America. Nationalists and the Warlords yep. can have this one. That's really good. Okay. I love the M3. Yeah. The, it, the M3 is kind of nice. 76 points at regular, pintle mounted MMG over the forward arc. You can haul around eight guys. You can drop the transport to add a medium mortar for plus 20 points. You can move the transport. Uh, replaced with Recce, and yeah, and that counts as an okay. car if you do that. Open top Recce if taken. So that's, you know, pretty slick. I'll call it solid, yeah. Yeah. Not too bad, and uh, and that's and that's kind of where they stop. Okay. Uh, so the armor, the whole armor section kind of is disappointing to the communists, obviously, which makes perfect sense, but mm-hmm. kind of let me down there i was all excited at the beginning and i'm let down but let's talk about let's talk about it <laughs> let's talk about the the list overall i think i mean personally i think this is a this seems like a fun list like it has a lot of stuff in it that does different yep. things personally i think it does pretty good it's got a lot of versatility I don't know what you guys think uh the one thing i yeah. don't like is warlord doesn't have many supporting models for it if any i mean you can, sure you can mix and match with you know some of your your American British sort of stuff, and then I did find a website which I sent you guys the link early on. Just saw that 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 has some actually that was actually a, a article written or a, an entry written by uh, our our buddy Brad back in 2015 when he was eagerly anticipating this army coming out in this book. Uh, he had found sure. some some Chinese troops that could be used for it. Now, and I don't know which army this would fit into. It's, I'm imagining it's not probably the communists, but that's, I don't know. I'm For just the imagining you're things. talking about? Yeah, that you posted. So, like, I mean, I imagine that there was distinct looks to the three different armies in some respect. Maybe not. Who the hell knows? Maybe they're just shooting each mm-hmm. other. I have no idea. Well, at the beginning, they mentioned that, you know, the mix of uniform and gear between the British and the Americans for, like, the nationalist army. Sure. And then the the Warlord Army was kind of a Japanese mix. And then uh, I think, like, the Communist Army was kind of a Russian mix, sort of, with with other Chinese forces, too, as far as uniforms and weaponry and stuff like okay. that. Cool. Okay. So I asked this question before, and I don't think we got a straight answer. How many suicide anti-tank guys do they get? I think they just get three. Do they get three? They do get They get three? Okay. So there's um, there's um, a reinforced platoon selector for 1937 for the Nationalists, zero to three suicide anti-tank teams. 
there's um, a 1938 nationalist reinforced platoon selector, uh, zero to three. And then the only communist theater selector that I've been able to find is the 1937 through 45 reinforced platoon. It's called the Eighth Route Army. Okay. And that's zero to three suicide anti-tank teams. Okay. So uh, captain or major in your HQ, oh no, wait, one communist officer, two infantry squads or two guerrilla cells or two cavalry troops. You have to have a political officer plus medic or another HQ choice, zero to seven additional infantry squads. Whoa. Wow. Zero to seven wait. guerrillas? What? Yep. Plus the two that you start with. Was, wow. that, was that a warlord list? Sorry, I missed that part. This is a communist okay. list. And that was a theater selection. No small teams. Yeah. Well, no way. You can have two snipers here, too. What? Oh, this is the 8th Route Army. Okay. Yep, 8th Route Army. Wow. Okay. Holy guacamole. So that's the communist list that I see. <laughs> I... So it, I think this would just be fun to play. Like personally, like looking at this list based on the fact that you would literally put your lieutenant down, and they would play anything they would normally play, and then you would put everything out like it was a sniper, which I think would be just hilarious. Personally, I don't know what you guys think, but that just seems like a, a lot going on. Anyone? I, I mean, yeah, you are flooding forward. I mean, you think about it. Your communist suicide anti-tank guys, you're rolling three up there. They're already at the halfway line. Well, I guess depending upon deployment because you can't get only within 12. You move nine inches right off the bat Mm -hmm. right towards the biggest armor. You know, are they going to be able to kill all three before you get in there to get your plus eight pen? Right. So I'm just so armor may not be that much of a concern. Although a smart player is going to keep his armor back and protect it. Well, it's, so I'm just looking at what it would cost to give. So a nine-man squad, downgrade him to pistols. Wait, I don't think that actually worked the way I thought it did. There might be a, give me a second. A glitch Sorry. in the system. Yeah, I think I missed something there. So if you, if you have nine-man veteran squad, you downgrade them all to pistols, and then you give them anti-tank grenades, which isn't the best option, but it is anti. It is some anti-armor. You're at 126 points for a nine-man squad. It's it's with with the ability to assault when you have the assault special rule. I don't know. Maybe you make them cheaper than that. That might not. That might be too much, but can make them a lot cheaper with this. Hold on. Let me let me do the math here. I I don't mean to get hung up on the on the communist stuff because I think the communist stuff. The guerrilla unit is incredible, and this with the special rule move forward is really good. I don't know; that's my only thing. Hundred. Forget you get your free levy unit as well. Yep. Oh my gosh you you would you could have a hundred for one hundred eight points. You get a nine man vet squad with pistols. That's pretty good, and you could have a bunch of them in that in that particular theater list. Anyway, okay. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff here. I, I like I like the overall feel, but I again I think to your point, Pat, I agree that the biggest detriment to this is kind of like the Finland or the Finnish list is that there aren't enough models to support it. Right, you're gonna have to be okay, which is yeah. disappointing. You have to be okay doing some hunting. 
Yeah, and or and or kit bashing the right. hell out of stuff if you want to put some American uniforms or whatever. Sneak some which, stuff in there. I don't you know, know how if kosher if that doing, is. But. You know, the, the communists, which is kind of the was the, kind of like the partisan list, which I think you're probably fine doing that. Yeah, you just. I think the biggest trick would be to find heads, and I think you might be able to do that. I don't know how hard it would be to find, but I this this is where Google Foo would come in come into play. Like as far as finding models yep. to make this work, obviously I'm not in the I'm not ready to bite the bullet on this one, but it seems like a it seems like a solid list overall. I think the the armor seems a little lacking, obviously as as. Mm-hmm. Japan did too. It's not like they were all big on the on the armor. Well, they weren't again, fighting was, the same war. It was war, a terrain so. problem, you know. Right. Yep. Well, and they weren't and they weren't playing the escalating war that Germany and the Allies were playing. No, those guys know. were having fun. Yeah, they were. I mean, the Japanese had eighty percent of their military might wrapped up fighting China. Right. China didn't have a lot of tanks. Then Japanese didn't necessarily see the need. Plus yep. the terrain. So. Yep. Yep. They could see, yeah, you could see the escalation on the other side where this, these guys are just like, let's just duke it out. Makes a hell of a difference. So it's a, in in summary, it's it's a, it's a very interesting combination of lists that you can play through. It, I yeah. think that uh, in your face, right at the start, kind of thing. Scary. Oh my yeah, goodness. that could be that could you be really something. catch somebody so, off guard I, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think the beauty is, is that for in a lot of the scenarios, and I'm not saying all of them, but a fair number of them, you would get to deploy all your stuff basically after your opponents put everything he's going to put down. Down. Yeah. Which can be very beneficial. It seems like an old, you know, that's an old tactic in Warhammer was basically watch what your opponent does and then be able to counter basically everything you want you want to. I don't know. That seems could almost be. This could hoard almost similar to how the Soviets can do it. Only much closer. <laughs> yeah, he's just move up right away. Yeah, you could get pretty Because close. they're selector. You, can, you start with your two infantry, and you can take up to seven more, which is just... Kind of bonkers. And that's all absurd. you'd be doing with Ooh. your free unit. Yep. And you're not, you're not tempted to point sink into a sweet piece of armor just because yeah, you, you got nothing nothing there to pick from no so you could literally you there are 108 points of pop. okay <laughs> yeah i don't think you have that worry in general and you, you know uh and and even the reinforced uh platoon selector which only allows you the zero one anti-tank guy is still a good answer oh for really tanks. for the reinforced platoon it still falls under the zero one they don't have the special rule like the Russians do where they can say they can take that selector mm-hmm. as zero three. Oh, okay. And it's not in the book that says they're allowed to take three of these for a single it selector? It does not. There's, just, there's, there's yeah, a they couple don't have of uh, theater selectors that allow them to do that. But the reinforced okay. platoon overall, from what I'm seeing, doesn't doesn't it doesn't say there's an exception to that. I think we might have to... I, I would, I'm not disagreeing with you, and I'm I'm basing mine off of Easy Army right now because I'm playing around with Easy Army. But um, I guarantee someone out there will let us know if we're wrong. Right? If because I'm seeing three separate theater selectors for Nationalist, Warlord, and and Communist, yep. which which makes sense. So but all three to, of them had. You still have to go by the default of the 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 rule book, which says here's reinforced platoon selector. 
sure, and then sure, look sure. at the Army special rules to say, hey, I break that. And I haven't seen right. anything and that we've gone through that says, for this guy, it, the zero one counts as a, a zero three, like it does in the Japanese book. I would place bets. It's probably in some fact somewhere. They're like, hey, what's the deal? I haven't seen it. I did look. <laughs> but that doesn't okay. mean I, I didn't miss it. So... And again, right. this might Who be this, this might be an army that's you know in the shadows enough that no one's really looked at that and asked that question to get into a sure. frequently asked question as the FAC is referencing. So right, yeah, fair enough. Well, maybe we put some okay. light on it. You know, they fixed Italians when we talked about them. So, huh. or <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah, they almost did. Yeah, you got to throw so some out there once I'm, in a while. I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm putting the units together, and I've got. Two, four, six, seven squads of those scouts, or of the of none of the, the scouts. Yeah, grills and I'm, pistols. I'm still going here. Of course you are. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go into the fun stuff now because that's that's I, only you know, 750 points. Don't dismiss the, the XY force Burma selector because that is that's sure some really nice stuff to it. No, I know. Like but this one just bog- but that one's almost very different. Like a, it's a it's kind of a, a US list so right this is yeah this is much more unfortunately the uh, the biggest problem i have with this list is that you have to put your lieutenant out on the board somewhere instead of with everything else well you should be able to find a rock or a woods to hide behind you could hide him somewhere yeah totally true you're just talking about hide one unit that should be pretty easy what the hell yeah no this is this is really bizarre like this is the weirdest list i think i've ever made and you'd have to put a mortar out all right. Well, to me, that's that's. I don't know. Let me see. A thousand points gets me to eleven order dice, and oh shit, that's never mind. I got it. I'm missing a couple <laughs> things in there. Damn. You were <laughs> the so suicide anti tank teams. I was. Oh, I was so close. Yet so far away. What do you take, though, Dale? Dale, when you take in suicide anti tank guy, what level do you take him at? Regular. Regular. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. You, the last not, thing you want him is to miss a an order test right you don't want to be at the minus yeah that minus one is shitty well if now my guys always remember reckless charge so true you know they got the bonsai rule built in they don't fail if i'm always going towards the closest thing right so, yeah so you don't care a you good, could uh, be in a experience. good opponent well a good opponent will shield their armor so right okay so okay. if you just face well, those bad that, opponents you're in business right all right, so it gets me to 13 order dice because you had to get the suicide guys in. So I'm sorry. This is great radio when you're, like, making a list on the fly here. <laughs> radio. But it's – well, you know what I mean. <laughs> Not television, smartasses. All right. Um, yeah, you get a, you can get a fair amount of stuff in here. You almost – you can get to pretty close to horde uh, a horde list with the gorilla guys without any ar- – you that, have no armor. And you have your levy in there as well, right? Uh, yes, you would. I actually haven't included it, but you have a sniper, right. three ta- three and eight guys, bros. and then you have seven nine man squads with all with uh, with all with pistols. <laughs> so you're you're gunning for you got to get your ass in there quick. So yeah, at a thousand points. That's that's mm. pretty interesting because <clears throat> that's a lot of dudes. Sixty some dudes plus your yeah. You got the other unit. You got to paint them all. Six, Never mind coming up with models for all of that. So, I mean, yeah, you, 
at a minimum, we'll get Kevin to buy some Chinese dudes. I would well, buy into this if I could find him. I was pretty excited about uh, about hearing our, our our take on this list because he was kind of leaning towards wanting to put one That's together. Right. So hopefully, I we did them credit enough that it. he uh, steers clear and plays something, so I don't have to deal with this kind of crap. <laughs> I like it. I do. I like. I, I think those gorillas are really unique, and that's a gorilla in the communist list. I mean, uh, yeah, the sparrow tactic is it's that's a, where the money it's a is different in this one. list. I think. But if you like to play yeah. American yeah. Chinese, go with that national list, or go with the XY force, and uh, yeah, you probably no, you I probably mean, already have most of the models. Right. If you're you got Americans, you got a fair number of them. Yeah. I, that overall, would be the I warlord supported version of the Chinese, of the armies of China. <laughs> it's the very Western civilization version yes, of it. Yes, I'm sure they appreciate the hell the out of it. The version. Yeah. Okay. Well, so thumbs, thumbs up, up from me on this one. I. It's so unique and got so much diversity. The three in one is just so much you can just delve into and just, you know, when I was putting this, this outline together, what I really, really want to do next is like actually do like an Excel with like, the check boxes for each of the three armies so then I can sort by which unit I can see right away is going to go into there and just move around that. Because there's okay. just so much interplay between them that you can't just, you know, we went through this and like, oh yeah, do you remember we said this one's communist or this one's national? No. I have the outline, <laughs> I can barely tell you. I caught you a couple times, but you caught, you did it most of the time, but that doesn't mean it sunk in or anyone knows that. It's Right, especially, you have especially to look if they're at listening it, yeah. to it while they're painting and halfway through they're like, what did they say that one was for? I don't know. Shit, I wasn't painting and I was still doing that. Where I'm like, wait, how many points did you say that right, was? Exactly. So it's 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 cool, daunting. If nothing else, yeah, get the get the uh, theater book because just to read through this stuff and see it is will help you out a little bit if you want to understand it. So, Ooh, especially since it's so uniquely different than most armies. Oh my god, yeah. I'm actually, you know, the thing is, is I'm looking at this and I'm wondering why we are, haven't seen some of this just based There's on... There's no models. There's no models. That support. must be it. Because Finland is, I mean, I think this is in, in line with Finland's special Finland rules for the most part. Finland has model support. You can go to slim. World Games, you can hit the army filter, you can select Finland and you get options. You know, There's you know continuation you get China, war. You get a couple of Russian cars, you get some American troops. Yeah. You get anything that's, that the they were given to them from somewhere else. Yep. Okay. So, no infantry. So, warlord makes some makes some damn models for this. Let's do wow, it. Wow, that's very this stern is... for you, Rick. <laughs> it's getting later, and I don't know the walk because I want to play it. <laughs> All right. Normally, I don't care. I'm like normally like yeah. I'm like this one. I am actually seemingly excited for. So it's a thumbs up for me too. So Pat, it's a thumbs up for you too. I really, I just like reading through it and figuring out what you can do with it. I I feel like we're all more excited about what you can do with this and most of the other books. Although the partisan is kind of a, on an equal footing to me with the partisans. It's got partisans right in it. Right. So the communists. Different, it's different flavor of the same thing, essentially. Mm-hmm. Partisans but that's kind of where I'm seeing. Yeah. But you can have like a 20-man squad in that unit, in that game, in that army. Because 14 is so bad? No. All right. Anyway. Someone's, yes. Yes. Let's not rehash the whole episode. Let's cool. Shouldn't should we? Shouldn't let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, no, all let's, right. Let's, let's wrap this baby up. Anyone else got any other closing remarks to add? Uh, not as far as the army, but I mentioned it once earlier. If you could not not to pander or beg, not trying to beg, but like us on Facebook or rate us and review us on iTunes. It helps 
in some respect. I don't know. It makes us feel good at least because there's not a dislike button on Facebook. So, which we appreciate. Yeah. Yeah, no, we do. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's, yeah. let's hit this yeah, one take real us quick, out. though. Walk us out. This Somebody is, walk us out for crying out loud. This is Go. Snafu. Over and out.